It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You ever go to a school board meeting? Not yet. <laughs> you ever go to any of these meetings, like where people are allowed to stand up and talk about what's irking them in their community? No. Never once. Not that I can recall. Not in your community, not in your school, not nothing. I've sat and watched some HOA meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the closest I've gotten. Chainsaw and I went to one San Diego City Council meeting together, I think in 1990 or 91, what? something yeah. like that. Yeah, we did. Why? Weren't we getting the key to the city? Yeah, we were getting oh. the key to the city. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. Did you have to sit through all the other problems? What, what have we done to get the key to the city? Uh, some marketing, <laughs> promotional, <laughs> uh, legitimate BS. Right. <laughs> we were. We went someplace. It had to be downtown. It was the city council meeting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, with the mayor and everything. The mayor and some other people, and they called off the names of the people who were going to talk. And to kill time, we, after every sentence that every speaker made, We would clap, and everyone else clapped along. Every single time. It worked every time. Every time. It never failed. No one ever turned around finally and said, why are you guys clapping? No one ever got, like, sick of it. Ever. It worked every time. But Ron Roberts, the city councilman, said, man, we got a lively crowd here today. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Lively. Not just dicking with your group here. <laughs> what kind of a qualification do you need to be the chairman of a school board meeting? Oh, the chairman. The chairman. What do you need? A, a gavel? Or do you That's it? The, <laughs> you got to mean... demonstrate the ability to use a hammer? You've got to be... Um... I don't know that you get out be nothing. Thick skinned? Well, what can you just walk out off the street and do no, it? No, I think you have to be elected, right? You gotta take any classes? I doubt that. Any training? Mm-mm. Can you be a complete moron? Absolutely. Let me prove that to you. This was school board meeting in Virginia. As this lady finished. Her comments to the school board. You guys work for us in 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 this uh, environment. You answer to us, and I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Thank you so much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. And now the chairman will read the next people schedule. Phil McCracken. Speak. Oh. Phil McCracken. Oh, sir. Phil McCracken. Sulk, Sook, Mahidik. Oh. Suck. Oh. Mahidik. Oh. Mahidik. 
Ophelia McHawk. <laughs> Ophelia McHawk. Got a lot of no shows. Oh, Eileen Dover. <laughs> I'm sorry, who is that, Mr. Mick Hawk. Yeah. Eileen Dover. Eileen Dover. Uh-huh. Eileen Dover. <laughs> no, I don't think Eileen Dover's here. Next. Don Kedick. Don Kedick. Oh, no. <laughs> this guy. Don Kedick. Don Kedick. <laughs> No Don Keating here. Oh my gosh. Wayne Kerr. Wanker? Is Wanker here? Wayne Kerr. No, no Wanker. No Wang Kerr. Wang Kerr. Well, no one was laughing. That shows incredible self-restraint. Well, it was a pretty important uh, school board meeting. Yeah. But unfortunately, (laughs) uh, before the rest of the names of the board meeting attendees could be called, a plane crashed right outside. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. So uh, we better go right to Fox 2 in San Francisco for the latest on this plane crash. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTV has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, We Too Low, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. Mm-hmm. The NTSB has confirmed these are the names of the pilots on board flight 214. Oh, the NTSB. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's true story. The sure NTSB has confirmed. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Side source. Huh. <laughs> we understand uh, Captain Sun Ting Wong is survived by his brother who is not on the plane. Captain Na Ting Wong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it will never get old. Mm-mm. Don Kedick. Yeah. <laughs> Anna posted that on our website in case you want to share it with your friends today. Oh, good. Yes, yeah. I do want to share that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So my question to you is, how do you get to be the chairman of a school board? That guy read off five names. I'm sure Barry McCockiner was next. Uh. <laughs> right before the plane crashed. Stu Padasso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick Aragua. You Jardon. <laughs> Hello, I'm Mr. Jardon. <laughs> what? Yes, I'm Mr. I'm Hugh Jardon. Someone called me. Oh. <laughs> we didn't expect you to be here today. The floor is yours. <laughs> How does that happen? Are you such a humorless turd your whole life? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You've just had no fun at all in your life. Or you've got so no, your your sense of humor is so low, you can't even recognize the stuff is going on. You're oblivious. And you're in charge of our educators. And our children, I'm outraged. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna blame Joe Biden for this. (laughs) 
like when Boyer starts getting mad that the children are getting shortchanged. Yes. Yeah. As if he gave a damn about any child except himself at any time ever in his life. Uh-huh. They're going to be paying my social security. They need good jobs, good paying jobs. Uh-huh. Good luck with that. <laughs> Darling. I'm sure your I'm sure your social security will be there when it's time for you to check in. Let us print more, I guess. Uh-huh. So, cool. Mhm. Wow. It's always a little upsetting when you see people that dopey, isn't it? <laughs> Fun. So what job do you take? Do you want to be the chairman of a school board or a TV news anchor at Fox 2 in San Francisco? Both exciting jobs. You just have to be a complete moron. And you'll read anything that's put in front of you. Yeah, you will. We too low. Captain Sumting Wong, his family was very upset about that. Yeah. They're suing Channel 2. The head lawyer, we sue you. <laughs> Releasing the names before the families have been notified. Devastating. Cool. Come on, wake up. Snap to it. <laughs> Eileen Dover. Don Keedick. <laughs> Where was Don Keedick? He said he'd be here. Right. What the hell? Come on, Don. Thanks for switching us on this Tuesday morning with the DSC radio show. From 101.5 KGB, here's the Chainsaw Now talking sports. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, David, and hello again, everybody, in the sports world. The last time Arizona rookie Tyler Gilbert faced the Padres, he pitched a no-hitter mm. in his first career start, mm-hmm. August 14th. Mm. Since that night, the Padres have seen their lead in the wild card chase vanish. It was Gilbert again last night, and Fernie Tatis Jr. said, No mas, mein Freund. And a breaking ball. Hit a long way to deep left yeah. center field. That ball is back, and it is gone. Two-run home run for Fernando Tatis Jr. is 36 of the year. Yeah. And the Padres off to the fast start on top 2-0. Uh, the Padres would build leads uh, build leads of 5-zip, 6-1, uh, before hanging on for a 7-5 victory. Mm. And coupled with Cincinnati's loss to St. Louis, the Padres have moved to a half game behind the Reds for that second wildcard playoff spot. A repeat of last night's results would allow the Padres to steal back that wild card. Reds Cardinals play at 340. The Padres and D-backs at 640. Blake Snell on the hill. He's been sharp lately. Yes, he has. So you're telling me there's a chance. Absolutely. In fact... I guarantee it. Yes, I guarantee there's a chance. (laughs) New York Mets second baseman Javi Baez and some of his teammates are getting flack for giving thumbs-down signals to their own fans... Yeah, because Mets fans are booing the Mets players. Yeah. Mets president Sandy Alderson is not happy, saying fans have the right to boo, but for players to respond like that is unprofessional. Baez was one of the stars of the Chicago Cubs World Series championship in 2016, but since being traded to the Mets on July 30th, the Mets have gone 8-19 and 
and from leading their division by three and a half games, are now in third place, seven and a half games back. An epic collapse in less than a month, during which Javi Baez has batted 205. Yeah. So what did that Fox News lady say about uh, LeBron James? Shut up and dribble. Yeah. How about Javi Lopez, or Javi Baez, shut up and hit? Continue shutting up either way, you know what I'm saying? Can you stop talking for a minute? Yeah. Stop talking. Thank Javi you. Javi Baez, yeah. On the other hand, are the customers or fans always right? No. All right, cool. Solved that. Meanwhile, in the national that. Why do daredevils wear flashy jumpsuits? I'm like, hey man, you're jumping over buses on fire. You have my attention. <laughs> Gang, I love karaoke because that allows me to in one small way realize my dream of booing amateur singers. <laughs> People say Facebook needs a dislike button, and I agree. The internet needs ways to criticize people. (laughs) The only time I ever got fired was from my telemarketing job. And getting fired from a telemarketing job is a lot like getting fired from a job as a CEO. Because in each instance, it's the best day of your life. Like when a CEO gets fired, he gets paid millions of dollars. And when a telemarketer gets fired, you don't have to be a telemarketer anymore. Multiple sources say veteran point guard Rajon Rondo will be returning to the Los Angeles Lakers in a one-year deal, which is perfect for him because in one more year, He'll be eligible to collect Social Security benefits, uh, making no lapse in his income. That's nice. And we certainly hope those benefits will still be available, Chris Boyer, when oh, yeah. we reach that age. <laughs> After all, we've been paying into them all this time. Shut up and dribble. Although, well, no, that's his uh, job, madam. Although at his age, it could be describing him drinking a glass of water. In other sports, David. DSC fan and golf enthusiast Jamie Weir says, just to clarify on the U.S. Ryder Cup team, Brooks and Bryson hate each other. Cantley and Bryson hate each other. Brooks and DJ hate each other. And if he makes a miraculous recovery from pneumonia, Patrick Reed hates everyone, and everyone hates him. So, (laughs) There's your Ryder Cup team. Good to go. Yeah. All they have to do is beat an entire continent. Yeah. Unity. It's the United States of America. (laughs) This is your 101.5 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my! Yep. We're the radio station that plays doo-wop. It's still rock and roll to me and follows it up with Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Is it too late to call ourselves Jack FM or is that taken? <laughs> All right, that's great. Hey, it's KGB. There's a couple offerings for you from the Great Big Hat, which knows what you like more than you do. We do all the thinking for you here at the DSC Show. Uh, trouble for Anna's husband following yesterday's program. Uh-oh. Did that ring or what did I do? Oh, there it goes. Call 
Europe. <laughs> it felt like it, didn't it? Hello. Um, Email to the show. Actually, this was posted. It says, I'm not saying Anna's husband, Chip, should turn in his man card. And you're going to hear that a lot from guys. Mm. Anytime they don't like any of your behavior, they'll say you got to turn in your man card. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Stupid. <laughs> What's that? Guys are just so sensitive. Not saying he should turn in his man card, but there may be a points deduction coming, kind of like when you run a red light and get a ticket. We all know that talking to their husbands in the dumb puppet voice is commonplace with wives, but doing it on a worldwide broadcast so that even pygmies in New Guinea are like, duh, 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 here comes Chip with his video games. (laughs) (laughs) Signed, the Man Card Commission. They feel like you've gone too far. Me? In your public abuse. Me go too far? It's fine. He like he acts like he really hates it. I think he just like slightly dislikes it. It's not that bad. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> your relationship is based on lies. What's this, Chris? Well, if he tells you he hates it, he probably really hates it. Why do you think he would lie to you about that? Unless you have a relationship that's based on falsehoods. Well, people were suggesting that. Uh, his man card was in jeopardy. Now, all men, we should, before you get too worried about that, all men have days when their man card could easily be revoked. Mm-hmm. Not that there's any such thing as a man card or anything like that, but everyone has their days where their man card is in question. And uh, it started a conversation. Dan said, uh, mine gets taken away every time I get pegged by my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Escalated really fast. Yeah. I was not ready for that. <laughs> oh, you know that's happening here on the show, don't you? Here? Who? Oh, between those two? Absolutely not. No. We me too? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about no. I'm talking about Anna and oh. Sarah. No, Can you me, tell me those maybe two? Maybe Anna. I'm telling you those two don't have use for their thumbs or their pinkies <laughs> or whatever. Are me? No. Are you doubt are you doubting it, Emily? <laughs> for no. one split second. And, and let's not forget who sits behind you over there behind the little ah. high hat over there. <laughs> the original Dick Butkus. <laughs> and you're, you guys are going to deny that, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? Because you're afraid their man card will be taken away? Because you peg them regularly and they like it? Ew, I no, well, I do not want business up there. None of it. Ew. Man, butts are gross. No, what is it gross like on a guy? Uh, oh, all of it. What is that on it? A chick won't let me near his butt. Which means there's been attempts. I just, That's exactly what that means. Thank you for the admission. It means that you've wanted to be there, repeatedly gone back there. Thank you, Anna. You're welcome. <laughs> what? He, does, he doesn't let me do anything wrong. Uh, I, I don't like things in my pot. <laughs> I, won't, I won't keep a watertight seal. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> oh my God, you're in so much trouble. <laughs> 
So you've been trying to get up there since high school, huh? When he was on the swim team. I mean, okay, a bunch of guys in Speedos. I thought maybe he would like that. But no. What? Do you think maybe it was your approach? I've tried several approaches. Oh, what kind did you try? Please. Please. Uh-huh. What is it? Uh, what were you... Uh, what was your... How did you make the advance? <laughs> what did you use? Uh, I, ju- I just said, I hear pe- guys actually like it. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, never, not happening. Mm-hmm. Go away. And you, of course, took that to mean, hey, you know what? He'll like it the way I do it. It's like when people bring their broccoli salad. Everyone vomits, and they go, oh, but you've never had my broccoli salad. Right. And so you say to your husband, oh, but you've never had me put my finger up your butt. I honestly don't know what I would do if he said yes, though. I don't think I would. (laughs) I think I like taunting him with the idea of doing it. Oh, I know you do. But then if he actually said, if he called my bluff, I would be like, ew, no. Would it change the way you think of him? If he said yes. If he wanted it. If he asked you. Yes, I really absolutely. want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I just like, he hates when I ask so much. And so that's mm-hmm. just the fun. Yeah. The thrill of the hunt. Yeah. I've jumped through the ceiling and yelped so many times when I had to take the uh, soap swipe on the butt crack. Mm-hmm. Like a credit card. <laughs> I mean, the minute it makes contact. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you scream like a girl. <laughs> Not over rattlesnakes. I sleep. But... <laughs> I scream like a tiny little girl with pigtails in a frilly dress <laughs> and Mary Jane shoes who's just seen a big scary spider. <laughs> Got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I yelp and I jump. Frank says, I dipped my toe in that pool one time. Turns out it's not for me. Congratulations, though, Chafin. Way to go, Trooper. You're braver than most. All right. Other guys say uh, the reasons that they feel like their man card could be taken away. I effing love scented candles. Ladies, I want you to tell me if you feel like any of these are a little bit too... Unmanly for you. Okay. No, Chafin loves when I like good scented candles. Mm-hmm. He, he loves the he, he likes the pumpkin ones too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he likes that you do it. But what if he started doing it? What if he started coming home with an armful of scented candles? The other day we were in Target. He's like, "Oh, let's go down the candle aisle." Uh-huh. Oh boy! What did he want you to do with those candles? <laughs> <laughs> Light them. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, that's extra dangerous. They shouldn't be lit. They should only be stuffed up there. All right. How do you feel about uh, scented? your man getting all excited about scented candles, Sarah? It's not his thing. Never been his thing. And if it was suddenly were, would there be a big question mark it over your head? It might be a questionable thing. It might be a questionable thing. Okay. All right. That's man card. That's man card issue for you. I don't care much for BJ's. They just don't do it for me. And before someone says, but are they giving them? I'm not, it's not going to happen either. All right. That's why that guy feels like his man card is in question. Hmm. Doesn't care much for that. 
Any thoughts on that? That's suspicious. Yes. Go ahead. It's a little suspect. Go ahead. If he said, I don't want that anymore, you wouldn't have a little celebration? You wouldn't have a glass of champagne and go, thank God that's over? I actually would be completely offended. Yeah. Yep. yep. Completely offended. There would be a big issue. Okay. Had a girl. Maybe some girl drag her teeth or something. I mean, Yeah, he obviously hasn't had a good one. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if there's ever been a girl alive who didn't think she was the best giver of those in the world. Yeah, I told him you to get it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet you are. (laughs) Nick says, I ate turkey bacon once. It tastes like Band-Aids. Ew. (laughs) That is a good reason to have to give up your man card. Preferring turkey bacon. That's not good. I have luscious, long blonde hair. I don't know the rules to any sport game, and I don't eat meat or drink beer ever. Go ahead. It's an interesting combo. It's almost like he's proud of what he's racked up that's anti-man. That's okay by me. The fact that he calls it luscious long blonde hair. <laughs> That's the word that stood out. You got that? You heard that, Chase? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing Nelson. <laughs> Everything can be done in a manly way, Dave. I won't get my man card revoked for dressing up like a cheerleader and doing a song and dance because I do it like a man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ian says, I give exactly zero Fs about sports. I drive a crap. I can't read the name of his car. It's got calisthenic stickers and a club sticker on the back window that I can't get off. I expect to be randomly beaten almost every day <laughs> or run off the road. <laughs> All right, let's treat our men. Let's treat our men uh, properly, ladies. Thank you, Anna. You're welcome. I like how you picked up on that right away. I'm like, oh, so you've tried several times. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 101.5 KGBFM, San Diego, home of the DSC. Boy, the minute the mic snapped off, Chris Boyer had plenty to say. Ooh. Oh God. God, I feel so... Were you saving those comments for off the air? Well, it seems like you two had, or the girls had pretty well wrapped it up here with Anna, but wow, I just feel so sorry for your husband. I want to have a telethon or a fund or a GoFundMe or something. He's fine. (laughs) He's fine? Fine is never good, Anna. Fine is bad. Never. When has any girl said, I'm fine, and actually been that way? Never. Not no. once. No. With this poor, henpecked, brow-beaten old bastard. Jesus Christ. Why do you, now, why do you say that? Because Anna admits she loves a fight. She lives for a challenge, and she lives to torment. Yes. And he is the very victim upon whom all of, or most, of her outrage is exercised. <laughs> 
not outrage. That's, that's hard to uh, that's hard to debate right there. It's easy to debate. It's all fun and games. He's okay. He's he's not a big cry baby. It's all fun and games for you. You know, the fox and the hound. Oh, the hound thinks it's great fun. Go the ahead, fox, the dollar jar not so up. sure. There it's running for its life. Whip right out that left. analogy dollar jar right there. <laughs> God damn it. Are you cheering there on yeah. language? See, once again, a woman cheering the pain of a man. Well, I just had to stop for that it long like rant. It sounds like you're cheering her pain. Mm. I, I'm not. She's not in pain. She's creating it. Okay. For her poor husband. Okay. There you go. Thank you. My yeah. God. And by the time he finally does save up enough money to get out and it's live in the back of, of right his Buick with Howie. It goes both ways. He's going to wind up having to carry this baggage into his next relationship, Becca. And he's oh. going to wind up. It goes both ways. How do you mean? He torments me, too. How do you figure? Um, every time I ask him what, I'm like, he, the other day his phone rang and it was a spam and he goes, oh, it was just Becca. All the time. He's, he's merely trying on maybe a 10 to 1 get back for hey, all of the miseries that you have Anytime I bend over in my house, anytime I bend over, he could be in the bathroom and I bend over in the kitchen. He somehow makes it there to smack my ass as hard as possible. Not in a sexy, fun way? I mean, sometimes, but he has a heavy hand. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, bending over and is he dangerous. Has on you a lift puppet. with your legs and not your back. Okay. You're going to wind up costing him money on his insurance. Go ahead, Anna. He has an Anna puppet. Yeah? What does it sound like? Uh, um. Oh, my God. What was it yesterday? Because you have a chafing puppet. Yeah. And it goes, I chafe and I play video games. He just does like this shrill, naggy voice. Yeah! Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. You didn't rinse the dishes. <laughs> it's not a puppet. Wait, wait, wait. What does the Anna puppet say? Uh, you didn't rinse the dishes. You didn't rinse oh, the dishes, no. right? Yeah. So he has an Anna puppet, and I tell him, I, and I tell him, I get mad, and I say, stop. I don't sound like that. <laughs> I and yet, sound it, like that. and yet, it doesn't stop you from doing the chafing puppet. No, so it's it's playful banter. I see, it, but it pisses you off. I don't sound like that. <laughs> and does chafing sound like your puppet? A hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> On. A hundred percent. Guys are continuing to share what could cost them their man card, mm-hmm. ladies. These guys say, uh, I love my shower puff. It's lemon yellow, and it's good for scratching and washing my back. <laughs> what? What? Uh, I mean. How, how, do you like, how do you like the statement, I love my shower puff? Hate it. Uh, it's lemon yellow. Uh, <laughs> sunshiny. Oh, please. I love my shower puff. Oh, you're precious. He says, yes, he is, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> this guy says, I pee sitting down. What do you think of that, ladies? He pees sitting down. You want your man to pee sitting down? 
doesn't bug me. No, it doesn't bug me. Okay, good, because mine does all the time. So I'm like, it bugs you. Is it going to kill me? No, it doesn't bug me. If your guy is in, if your guy's in a group with a bunch of guys, they're a bunch of men, they just finished playing rugby, their shirts are off, and they're all like, all right, we just drank a bunch of beer, let's go pee. And they all go in and they stand to pee, except (laughs) your husband is the one who sits down to pee in front of all of them. You tell me you're not embarrassed. Well, no, but I appreciate it at home because it doesn't splatter everywhere. Yeah, it's a really, that. really, really big, big plus for sitting down when you pee. But it did I take get me it. getting used to when I saw and I was like, should I be ashamed of this man right yeah. now? And I I think it's more common than you men will admit. I think so. I think you that's are certainly more ashamed of it. That's what you have to say to make yourself... <laughs> feel better about it. It's more common than people would admit. My <laughs> husband's not the only one who pees like a girl. <laughs> I've just learned that lots of guys do this now. Mm-hmm. I've learned that lots of guys do this and he's not the only one so mm-hmm. now I'm better with it. Why does he pee sitting down? Is it because I, he's trying to be like a girl? No, he's 1000% oh. lazy. I think it's just more comfortable. Mm. Gotcha. I'm guessing. I think Chafin only does it like a, like in the middle of the night or morning. But he does pee standing up like most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I he pees sitting down sometimes. But I think I appreciate it because I know that morning pee is a lot of harder to control. But if there was just like a if there was just like a group pee off and all the guys were standing there peeing against the wall, trees, and all that kind of stuff, and your guy was the only one sitting, I'd like to sit down. Yeah, no, that's embarrassing. It wouldn't embarrass you. No, that would embarrass me. Damn right it would. This guy says, I don't like driving a manual transmission, nor can I do it very well. That's Robert checking in. Go ahead, Chris Boyer. Robert, give it up. What is wrong with you? An automatic transmission is fine for, you know, a a one-legged man, but God. Don't you drive an automatic transmission? Mm -hmm. And I hate it. I despise it. It is deplorable. Mm -hmm. It is reprehensible. And you pee sitting down in your car when you drive your automatic transmission? (laughs) I actually pee in the car. That's correct, David. Mm -hmm. I love me my fruity drinks, mixed drinks, and hard ciders. They're delicious. (laughs) This guy says, I can't eat steak without throwing up. Oh. Oh. Unfortunate. I cry at almost all movies. Oh. How's that? No. You don't like that? No, I don't like that. If Chafin and Chip... Oh, God. If you guys went out on a double date and they cried (laughs) to the movies and then scampered off to the men's room and peed sitting down (laughs) and discussed their hatred of blowjobs, how would that be? They are not getting laid that night. (laughs) Leaving them at the movie theaters. I watch Glee instead of hanging with my friends at the bar. This week's episode was amazing. So what would you girls like to discuss? Boy. Uh, I think, no, I, I am positive that you are the most unattractive man I have ever met in my entire life. You know, in the short time we've been together, you have demonstrated every loathsome characteristic of the male personality and even discovered a few new ones. You are physically repulsive, intellectually retarded, you're morally reprehensible, vulgar, insensitive, selfish, stupid, you have no taste, a lousy sense of humor, and you smell. You're not even interesting enough to make me sick. On the top or the bottom. I'm a man. I'm not some perverted jerk. I'm a man. 
People patronizing me. I may be pregnant, but I am still a man. Do you know what it's like to be married to a wonderful man for 14 years? No, I can't say that I do. I did uh, live with a guy once, though, but that was just for a couple of years. Oh. Usual slurs, rumors, innuendos, people didn't understand. Oh. Ran him out of town like a common pygmy. Yeah, he was a physical education major, but he had a mind. I could think it wasn't all muscle, all body, all sinewy limbs. He got married, you know, later, had three kids. Never cared for her. So a nice gift, never got a note. I'm not some perverted jerk, I'm a man. Like Peggy's boyfriend, Evan. Yeah. Oh, I want a man. I want a man. He's a pig. All men are pigs. Kevin. How's it going? Tip top. Talk to me, Cooker. I have to uh, confess I need to turn in my man card. All right. Uh More people want to turn in their man card. Tell me why. I don't really want to, but I am forced to because... uh, Everyone says I drive a, like a girl car, a little girl car. I drive a Fiat 500 Pop. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's the matter, Chris Boy? Mm. To Fiat. Yeah. It's an Italian racing car. Yeah, not exactly. What do you mean the not license exactly? license plate says Rad Fiat. Rad uh, Fiat? <laughs> my license plate. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a girl car. You think so? Yeah, it's something you buy for your daughter to take to college and, uh, you know, because it's small to fit in a parking space at a sorority. My friends call it the Tic Tac. (laughs) I mean, if I saw it parked with the license plate, rad, I think it was a chick's car. (laughs) Naturally. I don't like that when I see a little sports car, a little cute car. It's got a little cutie license plate. There's some big fat bald guy driving it. Hey, 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 hey. I've never heard that remark. I don't like it, man. Do you have a little stick on um, Daisy decal on the back? 
A little round I'll daisy decal. That's a great idea. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, God. And the DMV should have done something about that. Rad Fiat? They have to approve those personalized plates, and there is no such thing. They should have struck that down immediately. Yeah, it's an awful big talk for a guy who had a whole collection of cars named after a bunny rabbit. A bunny rabbit. A bunny rabbit, and you couldn't get enough bunny rabbit cars. Yes, they were excellent. You can't say bunny rabbit and make it sound tough when you talk like a pirate. You loved cars named after a bunny rabbit. Did you forget? And they were the same size as his Fiat. Uh, Yeah. Give or take a couple Uh, inches. They are little, tiny, little bunny rabbit cars. uh, Well, the GTI was an... uh, It's a bunny rabbit. It was more like the killer rabbit in Monty Python's Holy Grail. Get your jar yeah. out no, again. No, 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 It'll no, cost no, him a dollar. No, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cha-ching. Go ahead. One dollar. It was more oh. like, 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 like. Kevin, did you just provide your own Velcro sound effect? Cha-ching. Dude. Okay, pick up all the money now you threw all over the place. Bouncing into Emily's face. He's having a temper tantrum. Yes, he is. In his bunny rabbit car. Guys who have bunny rabbit cars have temper tantrums. They yes. flare. Very masculine. Flare. Very masculine. It's very display. masculine to, yeah. to throw your money on the table and storm off. That is very masculine. I used to see Steve McQueen do that all the time. John Wayne used to do that. He'd pull out a bunch of nickels, throw them on the floor, and stomp off. Thank you, Kevin. You're going to be able to build the East Wing. In the hospital. We I know. I like it. Thank you, Kevin. You're in a Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> you know, for years we've talked about whether or not guys peeing sitting down is manly or not. We still haven't come to a conclusion on that. I think, however, it needs to get out of you. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't, analyze? Don't say it? that because that's that's the direct connect to wet in the bed. However, it needs to get out of you. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. You don't mean that. However, it needs to get out of you at the toilet, <laughs> <laughs> or in the planter, the or shower, yeah. the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put some more thought into yeah. this. You I mean, can't... we don't have a backyard, so. <laughs> uh, shouldn't stop you. you. Got got a back door, don't you? <laughs> no. There's no back door. A front door. That's it. There's no back door. No we, slider. We one door. You don't have a back door in your home. I guess we have a patio slider. Right. That's yeah. a door. Sure. That's not a back door. It goes out to the patio. There's nothing back. It's Is it right. a door? It's not back. It's not at the back of anything. Where is it? Same side, same, almost same wall as the front door. So there's no <laughs> back entrance or exit, exit for your home. No. That's just messed up. That sounds like a fire <laughs> risk. It doesn't sound right at all. There's windows. Nah, that doesn't sound right at all. I don't like that. Back and forth. Pee out the window. I don't care for that at all. Uh, yeah, you could. I guess you're just going to have to pee out the window. Exactly. Up the chimney. Something like that. Chimney? Who has a chimney? Oh, what kind of disaster prison is this you live in? The one we can afford in San Diego. Probably only a million dollars. For no back door. That's it, exactly. 
All right, Chainsaw, what is going to be in sports next here? Let's get back to talking about sports. <laughs> Enough of these bunny rabbit cars. <laughs> no hitter revenge. Emily Sidepiece reviews a singing performance and remembering 90s Friday night TV. I watch Lifetime and TLC. I'm 15 and I've already planned my wedding. That's Dino checking in. Bless What's the matter? Heart, Dino. <laughs> Dino or Diana? Good God. Ah, where's my buddy car? Yeah, Chris. Ah. Chris or Chris? Chris <laughs> or Christy? I mean, ah. <laughs> Do you ever notice when you take a shot, it's like it's your own shot? Does seem to have worked out that way. <laughs> he watches Lifetime and TLC. He's 15 oh. and he's already planned his wedding. What do you think, ladies? It's just precious. Precious. A little bit. Uh, there are more. They won't stop. They will not stop writing to me. No. The guys who feel like their man card is in jeopardy, much like Chafin. Whose man card was certainly knocked down a few pegs yeah. <laughs> by Anna, who chases him around the house with her special pegging finger. <laughs> Kevin says, I close shop like a female. Whatever store has the type of clothing I like, I won't leave until I found what I want. Plus, I like a nice pair of shoes. I don't know how to grill, and I don't drink beer. Streaming on your smart device. KGB. All right, the wild card chase is definitely on. The chase is here to give you the latest snap. The KGB. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, David. And hello again, everybody, in the sports world. On August 14th, Arizona rookie pitcher Tyler Gilbert no hit the Padres in his first career start. Freddie Tatis Jr. was not in the lineup last night, but he was last night. Uh, what? When the Padres faced Tyler Gilbert again. What? And a breaking ball. Hit a long way to deep left center field. That ball is back and it is gone! Two-run home run for Fernando Tatis Jr. is 36th of the year. Yeah. And the Padres off to the fast start on top 2-0. Yeah, Fernie wasn't there for the no-hitter, but he was last night. Okay, Padres would build leads of 5-zip and 6-1 before hanging on for a 7-5 win. And coupled with Cincinnati's loss to St. Louis, the Padres have moved to a half game behind the Reds for that second wild-card spot. A repeat of last night's results would allow the Padres to steal back that wild-card. Reds Cardinals play at 340. Padres D backs at 640. Blake Snell on the hill for us. He's been marvelous lately. We're only nine games away from kicking off the NFL season. Next Thursday night, the Cowboys visit Tampa. We are 12 days away from the debut of Sunday Night Football, where Chris Collinsworth isn't the only eye and ear candy on the telecast. Country music superstar Carrie Underwood sings the Sunday Night Football theme song, and yesterday she gave us a preview sampling. Oh, 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 waiting all day for Sunday night. Oh, for God's sake! Mm. Yes, forty-three notes for eight words of lyric. <laughs> Chris Collinsworth, your thoughts on Carrie's vocal acrobatics? Oh, I'm definitely spinning out of that one. Forget that. Oh, oh 
That's one of those that hurts. <laughs> Concur. Mm-hmm. Uh, Los Angeles Rams will host the Chicago Bears at SoFi Stadium a week from Sunday night. The Chargers open at Washington earlier in the day. Meanwhile, in the National Valley. I love music, mostly listening, mostly listening. I sing on occasion, but only when I argue with people. Have you noticed if you argue with somebody, they interrupt you? That's kind of rude. I found if you sing your argument, people let you finish your song. So now when I'm having a fight with my wife, I'm like, why do you leave all the cupboards and drawers slightly open? I feel like I'm living with a poltergeist. While I appreciate the effort on the mac and cheese, could you please put the mixing spoon on a plate and not directly on the counter, which is a harder cleanup later? <laughs> put a plate under the spoon, people. It's good bottle association. Multiple sources say veteran point guard Rajon Rondo will be returning to the Los Angeles Lakers on a one-year deal after negotiations with Magic Johnson and Jerry West fell through. Uh, Lebby James is thrilled to have Rondo back on the team because along with fellow aging veterans Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, and Russell Westbrook, they'll have a locker room full of teammates old enough to get his Steve Urkel references. Did I do that? Yeah. That's hilarious. In other sports, David. Do you think the Good Morning San Diego team at KUSI are optimists or pessimists? I think it's a blend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But when you put them all together... Oh. You squeeze them all together, and out mm. comes one answer. Do you think they're mostly optimistic or pessimistic? I'll tell you what, we're going to find out when we talk to Paul, Lauren, and Dave Scott is still in today. Yes, yes. Coming up next, when we go on KUSI, well, good morning, San Diego. I've got a Would You Rather quiz for them that will determine whether or not they're optimistic and pessimistic, and you can take this test at two. We'll do it next on TV. Come watch us on KUSI. It is the best simulcast in America, and this is your 1015 KGBFM Sports Network. Oh, my. Home of the DSC. is 1015 KGBFM, San Diego's classic rock. that time where we become not only radio stars but tv stars as well join us now watch us on tv on kusi good morning san diego 10 seconds with paul 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 and lauren finney and dave scott all right and we're gonna do a would you rather quiz with them today Mm, okay Lauren? Here. Dave? Here. Emily? Good morning. <laughs> Dave, let's simulcast. I'm right here. You think I'd miss Lauren Finney Day? How about I that? Know. Congratulations. Yes. That was very exciting. I think I just saw <laughs> President you. Biden give you the Lauren Finney uh, key to the country. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Way to go. Congratulations, Lauren. Thank you for letting us join you here on Good Morning San Diego. I've got a would you rather for you, Good Morning San Diego. And uh, you're going to give me a, a team answer. 
uh, to these questions. I've got seven or eight questions for you here. You'll give me a team answer, and it determines on whether or not you're an optimist or a pessimist. Now, I know in my heart that good morning san diego everybody there the cast the crew they're all optimists (laughs) i know that to be true but this test might disagree so we'll find out in just a second here there's no one here hoping to be a pessimist are you we all want to be optimistic no of course not of course all right yeah we want to be optimistic all right let's get your team answers uh, on these questions and we'll find out we'll do a scientific study on whether or not you're optimist or pessimistic here's your question on would you rather would you rather be a billionaire or immortal. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness. A billionaire or immortal. Paul, what's your answer? <clears throat> I would rather be immortal. All right. Lauren, what do you think? I think uh, I feel like we're supposed to say immortal, but Don't don't do that. <laughs> say say what you say yeah, what you don't, want. Don't try to, we've already yeah. we've already named the day after you. They can't take it back. <laughs> yeah. Just tell yes. us what you think. Um you are immortal right now. No, oh, please. You have your own day. That's right. That's yeah. own day. God is. Okay. Immortal. All right. Immortal. So it's going to be immortal is the answer, Emily. Okay. I'm Dave, sorry. Are you going to go with us? I have to, I, I have to go with that because okay. it, that way you you have time to yes. make a billion. But you know, you're broke. You'll make a billion. <laughs> but you're broke. <laughs> you're broke, but not necessarily. All right. <laughs> but you have, time, you have time to catch up. All right, here's your next question. Think about all the money we'll be able to rake in when we write a book being 175 years old. Exactly, or you you could do death-defying leaps and survive. So what you're telling me? What you're telling me is you're breaking the rules on the first question. Uh They are the first question. (laughs) No, no, no! You got no money. (laughs) You're immortal. You're going to live forever, and you'll be broke. That's the answer. You can't be a billionaire that's immortal. Yeah, no, that's not the way we're. Here we go. Here's your next question. Would you rather only watch movies or only watch TV? That's a tricky question for TV stars, but tell me oh what you my think. Gosh. Dave Scott, you get to go gotta, first this time here. Dave, what do you, you think? Only first, watch Dave. movies or only watch TV? What do you think? What kind of movies? Any movie you want. One's, only any movies. You movies. The, older, <laughs> the older movies. I the love older those movies. Watch them on you know, repeat. They, yeah. <laughs> It's only Otherwise, watch movies or only TV. watch TV. All right, so well, which one did you so take? He took both. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can we take both? We're, no. Dave, you have to say one or the other. Would you rather? What do you guys think? What do you? Let's have a consensus. I'm definitely so we get it. movies. Okay, there's movies. a movie. I would have been movies. What do you the think, TV's Paul? so good now. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm thinking that the TV thing has caught up with movies and surpassed it. So I'm a TV. Okay. Yeah. So I, like living is, in, I like living in dreams. Now, so uh, Dave, here's a question for you oh, then. You're the tiebreaker, Dave. On movies t- when TV. you get TV, when you get TV, it comes with, when you, uh, you're on your TV, you have to watch <laughs> old, old movies. No, so I have to take TV. So Dave found a loophole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm taking TV because you will get movies. All right, their on TV it. on movie. Okay, we're here till ten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't really care, yeah. but I know there's going to be a floor director going, "Hey, hey, hey, let's go." So, <laughs> so TV was that taken, the consensus? Taken. Well, I TV it is because okay. we're on TV, TV and this has become okay. yes, TV. All right. oh, TV wins it because all right, yeah. all right so mark that down. Got it. Uh, yes. Paul, would you rather eat only pizza or only chocolate? Now, I don't know how this pizza. determined. Yeah, all right, buddy. That's how I answer. Yeah, what do you think, Lauren? Oh. oh, I gotta get chocolate. All right, all right, D- Dave. You're the you're the 
You're the tiebreaker, Dave. Without pizza. Don't ask, don't ask me about a pizza. I gotta made go out of with chocolate. pizza. Right. All right. Okay. Pizza. pizza. I know it's Lauren's day, <laughs> but <laughs> I think there's more healthy uh, overall okay. uh, variety. What do you care if you're only eating chocolate? <laughs> It's She's one or the other, Dave. She's got a point. Pizza. That's pizza. Right. You can put chocolate because you can put chocolate on a pizza. Here we go. Now they're putting chocolate on the pizza. All right. All right. All right. Pizza wins. They're going pizza. Mark it down. I'm okay. still chocolate. Would you yeah, rather? You, you can put chocolate on pizza. Okay, you can't put you, pizza Dave. on a chocolate. We're, right. we're moving well, on. We're yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you got a day, but here we go. Would you rather never look at social media again, never again, or never text yes. ever again? Which one, Lauren? Uh, social media. Yeah. Goodbye. So, all right. Bye-bye. Lauren yeah. says no social media. What do you think, Dave Scott? Uh, absolutely. I agree 100%. All right, you social media. There's the answer. All there right. we go. All right. Would you, would you rather never shower again? <sighs> Or never brush your teeth oh. ever again. And remember, oh, you guys, teeth, and teeth. you guys decided to be immortal. I mean, so. I mean, I'd, I would never, I would never shower again. I have to brush my teeth. All right. I would never yeah. shower again. What do you think, Paul? Gotta what what go. about you, Paul? I'll go with you on that because yeah. I, I don't want to do either. But I'll, I'll <laughs> just to be. <laughs> I can't unison. stand it when my teeth are. Not, All right. Yeah. No. We, we're gonna have clean teeth. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. So absolutely. they'll never That's shower again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Very good. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh-huh. Would you rather? I'm sorry about Uh-oh. the language Uh-oh. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just tell me which one you'd rather. I don't um, like to use this kind of language. I'd rather burp every 30 seconds. You already are. Like you I'm don't. I'm hiccuping. I'm not burping. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. <laughs> mm-hmm. I toot. Pregnancy um, gives me hiccups, okay? Okay. Ooh. Yeah. All I right. Think the, I'd rather. I'd rather burp than fart. My Scott, goodness! Scott. They gave you a day. Does you want to say the word? So unanimous. I'm agreeing with that. Mm. I'm agreeing with that. I'm going, okay, that rather we're going to do the play one. Next, okay. next right. question. Would you rather? <laughs> would you rather have a job that you hate that pays really well, or a job that you love but it doesn't pay you very well at all? Mm. Mm. No, the latter. Okay, so you want a job yeah, that you job love you- but it doesn't pay you very well. Right? Yes. Perfect. Congratulations like on yeah. your job selection. All right, next up, <laughs> here we go. Would you rather only sleep an hour every night or only sleep all day long? What do you think? Only an hour at night oh, or you sleep all throughout the day? Well, since we're immortal and our sleep doesn't matter, <laughs> right? The hour, the hour one, right? I think the hour at night. Yeah. All right. Think about how productive we'd be. <laughs> all right. Dave, you disagree, huh? <laughs> Dave's like, I'd rather well, Dave, sleep Dave, all day. Dave has to, he has to Dave's play a night owl. <laughs> yeah. Dave likes to party at night. So. Well, he's that is horn. a tough one, but I'm going to go along with you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Would you rather yeah. be... I've, I've managed to... Yeah, go ahead. Would you rather be best friends with your ex or best friends with your boss? Best friends with your, with your ex boss. or best friends with your boss? That's right. Which one? Your boss. Your boss. Your boss. Everyone agrees I guess on it that. Depends if you're still employed or not. That's right. <laughs> uh, what good is being yeah, best friends are. with your ex? The boss, however. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's your last one. Would you rather wear only pajamas or only office clothes? What do you think? Pajamas. You have to like pajamas all day long, <laughs> sir. Yeah, I guess pajamas. They say pajamas all day long. Sarah, you got the final tabulation for us? Uh, I sure do. And are they? This is what tells you. What are we? 
If you're an optimist or a pessimist. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Sarah, what'd they come up as? The Good Morning San Diego crew on KUSI is pessimist. Oh, no. I don't know how that's Based even possible. What? I don't know. We don't know. We didn't make the I don't quiz. know. We didn't make the... It's a BuzzFeed <laughs> test. I don't know. I took the test, too. I answered almost the exact same way. That's stupid. I hate them. How could they say we're pessimists? <laughs> they suck. How could they know? <laughs> I don't get what we went wrong. I don't get what we went wrong. Do you think anybody at BuzzFeed... It was the chocolate in movies. Yeah. Do you think anybody at BuzzFeed has a whole day named after them? I don't think so. All right, guys. We're staying hopeful that that will change. What was our DSC team? What do you mean? What were you, were you, how you guys were you, were you optimist or pessimist? Pessimist! Are you Based kidding? Always. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting well, us we're in good be here on, right. uh, on All Day on Lauren Day here. What an exciting thing that is for you. And this all because of the great work you've done with the uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Leukemia Society. Lymphoma Society. Mm-hmm. What you raise? We like $8 trillion? Dollars, something like that? Yes. <laughs> Post offices are still open, though. Today. Oh. That's good to know. And yeah. you have to pay for parking just, on your day? Oh. And, no, no. And, uh, and, and your, your trash will still get collected at today's <laughs> That's day. not really a real holiday, is it? <laughs> yes, I don't think it so. is. All right, you guys, we will see you tomorrow morning here on Good Morning San Diego. I want to be in a terrorist situation mm-hmm. with Good Morning San Diego. Mm-hmm. We found the bomb, yeah. and there's two wires. There's a red wire and a green wire, uh-huh. and we got to decide which one to cut, and there's five seconds left. <laughs> We're all dead. <laughs> I love those guys. Me and too. somehow they came out pessimist. I don't understand it. I don't Me know what you got to do. I mean, when you're taking this... I was a little bit hesitant to tell them what the test is all about. You know, it's like, would you rather? Yeah. Those are fun. And that's enough reason to take the test. But when you tell them ahead of time is going to determine whether you're a pessimist or an optimist, it sometimes shades how they're going to answer the question. Because mm-hmm. no one wants to be thought of as a pessimist, do you? I don't think so. No, you want to be mm-hmm. thought of as an optimist. And, and Lauren said it. You know, she's right away. She's like, hmm, I want to answer the right way. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well... I don't know. I thought their answers were fine. Did they still got the pessimist grade? Mm-hmm. I did, too, when I took this thing last night. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I got optimist. Did you? <laughs> yeah. What did you, thought, answer, what did you answer that we answered differently? I don't know, but I thought that um, maybe everyone got pessimist because some of the answers were really... The questions didn't really seem skewed one way or the other. Like, if you like this, then you're an optimist. Like, pizza or chocolate? Who cares? They're both happy foods. I agree. That's so, why I thought the same way as you. It's like everyone gets pessimist no right. matter what, but you got optimist. Because you're a little goody goody. <laughs> How? What did you answer? Pizza or I, chocolate? A, a chocolate. Okay, I did pizza. And um, I want to be a billionaire. I don't want to be immortal. I said billionaire. I'd rather watch TV. Uh, I said movies. Or probably the same on social media. Never again. Yeah, social media can drop dead. Uh, I'm not showering over brushing my teeth. I took, I would rather shower than... Brush? Yeah, if I'm going to take one or the other, I'm taking showering. What about that chainsaw? I'm brushing my teeth. All right. So you're never showering again. Same. Yeah. Yeah. 
Any any thought process to it? Uh, the health uh, benefits of teeth yeah. go straight to the heart. The I hear you, brother. Brain. Yeah. Loud and clear. Right. I hear you. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, God. I know. Shower. So good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, I'd rather burp. Yeah. Well, we all said that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. One hour of sleep. From- you did that? Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. I said I'd rather sleep all day. Miss out on my kid's life. I know that, but <laughs> do you know, you guys, see, you guys have had your sleep struggles and you've both commented to me regularly. I woke up at two o'clock and I couldn't get back to sleep and it drives you crazy. This would be your whole life. Yeah. It'd be your whole life. Be a shorter life, but I'd be rich. <laughs> So I could enjoy those days with my kid. <laughs> All right. What else? Eating chocolate. I don't know. I just. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Uh, friends with my boss. Yeah. Did we all say that one? Yeah. Who wants to be friends with their ex? For what? <laughs> friends with your boss might keep you from getting fired. That's right. Pajamas. See, I didn't do that one. I'd rather be in work clothes all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have that love for pajamas the way the rest of the pandemic world does. I just find them way more comfortable. I know, the whole world happy. does, except for me. I'm just out on a desert island on that one. I'm with you on that one. What's that? Rather be work close. Yeah. Just, uh, and fortunately, I'm not like a maitre d' at a fancy restaurant where work clothes aren't a tuxedo. You right. Know? right. <laughs> Wearing a jacket and a pair of jeans that I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So. And you got an empty miss with kitty for you. <laughs> All right, coming up next year, I do have the story of a fellow who was faced with a life or death situation and uh, he chose to put his own life on the line. Wow. It's a tragic tale of heroism. And you're going to hear the escapade coming up next year on the DSC. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to the DSC. 101.5 KGBFM, San Diego. What'd you say you watch... TV or movies? You mean the TV? Yep. I don't really know what the difference is, honestly. You know? You think so many TV shows these days are mini movies. Exactly. You know? Exactly. What really is the difference? I don't know how that determines whether or not you're a pessimist or an optimist. I watched this movie last night. I'm just walking past it. Didn't really pay much attention to it. All I knew was, hey, that's Jimmy Cagney and Doris Day. You know who Doris Day is? Yeah. Big star back in the day. Mm-hmm. Sweet, innocent, a lot of light comedies and the occasional drama. Not much more than that. Not heavy duty stuff. But Jimmy Cagney slugged Doris Day in the face. Jesus. Oh. I was like, wow. Was he just saying hello? <laughs> 
didn't even know what was going on. I was just, I was all transfixed by Jimmy Cagney just slugged Dorset. Jeez, why doesn't he eat a puppy at this point? <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> all right, here's the email that came in that I think uh, is going to display. It's where we separate the heroes from the people who are running over the hill, okay? Mm-hmm. Jeff wrote to me. He says, uh, I was just listening to your Wednesday-Thursday show on the podcast, and I thought I'd share this experience with you all. And I don't know if you recall this, but I believe this was the day that Anna was quite mad. What? Quite mad. Oh, okay. Quite mad. Got it. <laughs> because her dog had, she said, pooped and peed all over the apartment. Mm-hmm. Which my dog is starting to do now. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, she got up in the middle of the night to go to work, which is when she gets up. And uh, she was all mad because the dog had done this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's frustrating. It's upsetting. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many different reasons to be upset about that. There's behavior and there's the mess and blah, 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 the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, Jeff says, right around the time my daughter was almost completely potty trained, and I emphasize almost she liked to run around the house naked. You know where this is going, don't you? There's going to be cleanage somewhere not in the bathroom. One time she was in the living room joyfully running from sofa to sofa when all of a sudden she stopped cold in her tracks and stares at me. Now, you know what that means. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. She's working something up. Without changing her expression, her face got beat red. That's right, Dave. You know exactly oh. what was going on. Stand by. What? Ready on tubes one and two. <laughs> Auto doors open. Standing by. Range 1,800 yards. Look out. Command's firing. Fire one. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> when well, they stop dead in their tracks like that, it's the craziest thing. Because little kids and, and puppies do this, too. Like they're running around, they're jumping all over the place, and then they, Argh! oh my God, I got to take a crap right this second. Yeah. You know, it's like there's mm-hmm. no lead up to it at all. Mm-hmm. They're still learning their cues. Right. <laughs> That's it, exactly. They don't get the early subtle ones. They just get the, oh no, ones. <laughs> my first reaction was to grab her and make a break for the bathroom, but I knew there was not going to be enough time to make it. Oh no. So what would you do? Um, You're Jeff now. Yeah. They're in the living room. Uh She's joyfully running from sofa to sofa. Uh She stops cold without changing her expression. The face got beat red. And you know what was going on. Yeah. I don't need to give you any kind of fancy explanation. Fire two. Fire two. Fire two. (laughs) Two Here it goes. Two's away. Two's away. Starting two. Make ready stern tubes. Make ready stern tubes. Stern tubes are the worst. What would you do? Tell me. Get her over the easiest cleanable surface. Okay. So. Dave, I just put my hand between her legs and I caught it. Jesus. Easily cleanable surface. I caught it. Oh. 
My wife and son were pretty grossed out by what I'd done, but I was impressed. Not only by my reaction, but also with the weight and density. <laughs> Epic. My hat is off to this guy. I did this with my dog. Kind of recently, huh? Yeah, yeah, I told you he was he'd yeah. gone into that hole. Uh-huh. I knew it was coming. Yeah. And we were in the, the carpeted part of the house. Right. And so I just, there's no time for anything. Mm-hmm. You either watch it happen, and then you know what kind of a cleanup you've got. Yeah. Or you catch it. And you know how quick that cleanup that is? Oh. One minute later. Yeah. Little liquid uh, dial and you're done. Mm-hmm. What's the matter? Maybe scrub for two minutes. Huh? You'd <laughs> Maybe be sc- scrub for two minutes. That's fine. <laughs> it's better than having to get out your carpet ninja. Right. You're going to be scrubbing for 30 minutes. Oh. Easily. He caught the log. Jeez. Beautiful. He caught the log <laughs> is the name of my new band. I'll make it out of it, David. Thank you, Chris Bort. Would you do this? You said your first reaction was to move her to the uh, the place where the log would cause the least amount of cleanup. Right. Would it would it ever occur to you to just reach down and catch the log? It wouldn't have, but maybe now with Jeff's story in the back of my mind, it'll trigger that instinct. Yeah. Boyer, would you catch a child's log? No! (laughs) And there's no need! You would not catch a child's log, he says, and there's no need, and we're going to get back to him in a second here, and we'll Uh find out. See, that's the tease right there. He's already figured it out. There's Mm -hmm. no need. Now, I don't understand how there's no need. We're in a living room. It's carpeted. And he said there's no need. Hmm. All right, we'll find out in a second here. Mere mortals like myself would be catching the log. What about you, Chainsaw? I will lay out for a diving catch if yeah. I have to. Yeah. You want to win that brown glove at the end of the uh, season, don't you? <laughs> Darn right. Mm-hmm. Right back to the finger sandwiches and pizza. And hey, wouldn't you be impressed with yourself? <laughs> I, I, well, I'll wash up a little. Sorry. Go ahead. Wouldn't you be impressed with yourself? A hundred percent. I mean, I'd be proud. I would be telling people. Well, I did. I came in and I told you all about how I caught my yeah. dog's honk. Yes. Uh-huh. And I'm impressed. In fact, I think I caught the honk is the name of one of my bands from much earlier this year. I caught the honk. Well, we'll know at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. We'll know if I caught the honk and I caught the log. Yeah. Both show up. Sarah. Hell to the no, I'm not catching that thing. As someone who has to deal with a poop knife situation and right. cutting my daughter's stuff. Yeah. Not regularly, but almost. Yeah. The feel. Uh, uh, so you, what about sweet uh, baby current? Uh, uh, so you would rather go through the cleanup process. Yes. Than yes, catch the log. Yes. Oh my god. Just the, don't want to touch it. No. Yeah. All right. Oh, so gross. You still have to touch it to clean it. I would rather do that. I clean up dog poop, or I've done that in the past. Past. How many paper with, towels are required? With bags or whatever. I mean, I know there's a lot of scrubbing and cleanup and all that kind of stuff. But just for the initial removal of the body, how many paper towels are required for the log itself? You take a paper towel roll and wrap it around Yeah, how many hands. was that? How many was that? How many wraps? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven eight, eight, nine, ten. There we go. Ten towels. There we go. Wow. Easily. That's, Possibly more. That's a, that's a minimum of ten paper towels. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. And then you can go in for removal. 
I don't have a problem picking it up with uh, something in between my skin and the hand. I'm just not doing it barehanded. Absolutely gotcha. Not. Yeah. All right. You'll remove the body, but only until there's a 10 paper towel barrier. It's absolutely required. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you wrap it around your hand. Oh, I do. So even the back of the hand has to be protected. Everything. Every surface. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, Sarah says no to catching the log. Emily says no to catching the log. Chainsaw and I are log catchers, and we stretch out for it. We're actually kind of hoping, if I may speak for you, Chainsaw, we're kind of hoping that we wait, we hesitated just long enough that we can't just reach over and casually catch it. We want it to be a diving catch. (laughs) Absolutely. We want it to be the kind of thing that you'd see on ESPN. Right. Mm-hmm. All-star play. Top yeah. 10 plays. Yeah. We would hope, though, we would hope, though, after making the guy diving catch, that we wouldn't immediately straighten out and then throw it home. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have instincts take over. Yeah. <laughs> At least hit the cutoff, man. Well, Chris Boyer says we're all wrong, right? Yeah. There's no need to catch it. No. He said there's no need to catch it. What? What are you talking about? I don't really understand. Well, what difference would it make in his floors? But go ahead. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's it. You reach out, you grab those ass cheeks, and you squeeze them shut <laughs> as tight as you possibly can. <laughs> you supplement the clench, and then you holler into the other room. Okay. So you would force it back. Yeah. You'd... Yep. You would... Not traumatizing to the child at all. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope it starts in your face. <laughs> I'm grabbing those ass cheeks like a bowling ball. I got my hands. Oh, oh, go ahead. Like a go ahead. Ball. Go ahead. Right there. Wait. So your Get out the jar. Is in the uh, hole. No. I got my hand yeah. Right yeah. There. He's, he's plugging it. Hole. He's plugging the hole. Because that's where your fingers go on a bowling ball. That's exactly <laughs> right. Thank you for the analogy. I wasn't Whatever. getting it. Carrying your daughter around like a bowling ball. Isn't that sweet? That is darling. That ain't coming out of there. Daddy's ready. Gee whiz. That was the most unfortunate analogy you've ever made. You have to pay $2 for that one. It's a head shaker. Mm. It's a head shaker maybe more than ever today. Mm. I like that story right up until the bowling ball came. You know, the only thing that's going to chase that awful thought away it's a Bon Jovi song I don't get to hear very often. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have this one instead. And it's playing for you, courtesy of the great big head. Just ahead of Chainsaw Sports this morning. It's KGB. Daddy carries me like a bowling ball. <laughs> is the name of my new band. Damn it, I'm going to make a note of that. <laughs> oh my God. Very unfortunate Chris Boyer analogy. <laughs> Didn't think about that one quite, a, quite enough, did you? That was uh, malformed. A yeah. two-year-old Chris Boyer. Absolutely changed the mental image I had from the story he was telling. When he first said, I will clench the butt, I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And then he went with one of his patented analogies, uh-huh. and I'm like, this isn't funny at all. This is awful. God, I wish <laughs> that I wasn't here right now. <laughs> yeah. I hate my job. <laughs> I, I'm 
having some uh, regret myself. <laughs> I was enjoying so much the thought of you. How did you say it? You clenched that ass, baby. You clenched the butt. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And to see you carrying the naked, you know, smushed up those little mm-hmm. cheeks, you know, those little yeah. butt cheeks. They're yeah, so they're fun so to squeeze cute. anyway. You squeeze your kids' butt cheeks anyway. Uh-huh. I never thought about doing it while they were having a... <laughs> Urgency. Bowling <laughs> ball. But then he. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it'll be the analogy that breaks him. That's the one where he'll finally see the light. Uh-huh. We don't need analogies. Right. Yeah. DSC streaming on your smart device. All right, thanks for starting your Tuesday with us. Here the DSC radio show. It's Dave Rickards, Emily Suave, McGuire, and the Chainsaw right now doing sports on the KGB. Good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you, David. And hello, welcome up, everybody. In the sports world. On August 14th, Arizona rookie pitcher Tyler Gilbert no-hit the Padres in his first career start. Fernie Tatis Jr. was not in the lineup that night, but he was last night when the Padres faced Tyler Gilbert again. And a breaking ball hit a long way to deep left yeah. center field. That ball is back and it is gone. <laughs> Two-run home run for Fernando Tatis Jr. is 36 of the year. Yeah. And the Padres off to the fast start on top 2-0. Uh, thank you, Don Orsillo. The Padres hang on for a 7-5 victory and coupled with Cincinnati's loss to St. Louis, the Padres move to a half game behind the Reds for that second wild card playoff spot. A repeat of last night's results would allow the Padres to steal back that wild card. Reds Cardinals play at 340. Go Cardinals. Padres mm-hmm. D-backs at 640. Blake Snell on the hill. He struck out 10 Dodgers in his last start. Okay. He started it. Yeah, he's, and he'll start again tonight. Until Emily's Aztecs open their new stadium in Mission Valley next year, mm-hmm. the 2021 Aztecs football team will play their home games in Carson, again, where oh, the yeah. Chargers used to play. Yeah, mm-hmm. The Aztecs open the season this Saturday night, 7.30, against New Mexico State uh, in Carson in a game to be broadcast right here on the 101.5 KGB. I think I'm going to assign Ted Leitner and Rich Ornberger to handle the play-by-play. Morons! Yeah. Yeah. The Aztecs and Lobos kick off at 7.30 Saturday night right here on the Cage Bay, and the Aztecs are favored by 30 points. Jesus! Yeah. Well, New Mexico State quarterback Jesse Pinkman has been very erratic, (laughs) possibly due to the meth-tainted tacos from Los Pollos Hermanos. Totally stupid. Uh, Another exclusive from the home of the Aztecs, the KGB Sports Network. And with so much attention focused on the Tampa Bay Bradeneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys on opening night of the NFL regular season a week from Thursday, lest we forget Tom Tom's former team, the New England Patriots, where coach Billy Belichick is being asked who will start at quarterback, veteran Cam Newton or rookie Mac Jones. Some things will never change. Do you feel like you need to make a decision soon because the style of the two players is fairly different? I feel like whatever whatever we do in the next couple days, like every day, is should be what's best for our football team, and that's what we're going to try to do. Mm. 
Yeah. Reporters are still attracted like flies to hear every non-answer that man drones out. Uh, The Patriots host Miami on their opening day, Sunday, September 12th. The Chargers, or C-words, as they are known to disgruntled San Diego Charger fans, open their season Sunday, September 12th as well, at Washington. Meanwhile, in the national bar. So we're set to go here in the third. Still no score. And even though this hometown's team is on an eight-game losing streak, the fans here at Prozac Park don't seem to mind. (laughs) They're just out to have a good time at the game. Why not? It's a beautiful evening here, sun setting, shining on parts of the field and parts of the ballplayers, really highlighting and isolating some of the athletes' special components. (laughs) And here comes Jason Anderson. You need a spotlight to highlight this youngster's features. Tall, tan, young, lovely. Anderson waits. Morgan fires, split finger, just low, ball one. Jason Anderson, what a talent. You can't help but notice the young man's batting stance. He really pushes out the hind end, as if he's somehow proud of it. Why not? The 1-0, and Anderson takes strike one. A reminder that after the game tonight, we head out to Anusol Stadium and then to Stay Free Field for a weekend series before coming home on Monday. Catcher Chris Chatburn now heads out to the mound to have a talk with Morgan. Probably some confusion on the signs. And while he does so, we can take this opportunity to remind you that this portion of today's broadcast brought to you by Poise Pads and Panty Liners. For female urine protection and bladder control problems, be self-assured. Basketball Association. (laughs) (laughs) Countdown to opening night, October 19th, uh, 50 nights away from opening night of the NBA. I know one fan who cannot wait. I'm so full of anticipation that my genitals have sucked up into my body cavity. (laughs) Roll of quarters for the next uh, seven weeks, please, okay? (laughs) And uh, yes, David, breaking news. Can you believe it? New England Patriots have caught Cam Newton. Oh, God. Wow. (laughs) Just like that. Mac Jones will start in other sports, David. Uh, this guy has had it here with all the man card talk here today. Mm-hmm. What the heck is going on out there, Dave? Man card depletion. Do we need to give a tissue to all these man wannabes and take them off to Mammy Pammy Land so they can frolic in the tulips? I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain manhood to a bunch of wannabes who rise and sleep under the very blanket of manliness that I provide and then question the manner. I'd rather they just said thank you and go on their way. Otherwise, I suggest they pick up a socket wrench and complete an oil change. Either way, I don't give a damn about their tofu and shoe shopping. Semper Fi, devil dogs, from a guy who fought the Germans at Pearl Harbor. Commander Bush. Bravo, sir! Bravo! And that's all he has to say about that. And this is your 1015 KGB FM Sports Network. Dear Dave, I have an answer to report. When Sarah said to Boyer, God, I hope she sharts in your face. (laughs) It was oatmeal out both nostrils. As even choking for a few seconds. My God, I love that girl. Love your show. Yobble. And that's Danny checking in. Thank you, Danny. Hey. Emily, how much would you pay 
to see a baby shark in Boyer's <laughs> face. Oh. Right. Oh. Would you dip into the kids' college fund for this? Yeah. Yeah. I'd pay good money for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we get to video it and watch it's, it. It's forever. forever. It's forever. Oh. Mm-hmm. How do you put a price tag on something like that? With ownership yeah. to that video, your college education fund could look like peanuts. Right. Yeah, get the NFT. Yeah. Yeah. Sell that later. I've got ten grand ish in the kids' college fund right now. So. Boyer, would you take a baby <laughs> shark in your face for ten thousand dollars? Ten thousand dollars. No. No, not with. Not do you understand? Do you understand? It's ten thousand dollars or nothing. Well, I'm not gonna give you the rights to the video for ten thousand dollars. Yeah. So what you're gonna get instead is nothing. Yes, okay, but you will have rights to the video. Right, but you will have nothing. We'll still have ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You'll have nothing. Correct, but you're gonna be able to sell it for more than ten thousand. So I'm not gonna. Uh, so you'll have nothing. Yeah. Atta boy. You're quite shrewd, aren't you? <laughs> well, I was yes. in a great big business deal today, and I got nothing out of it. <laughs> and you won't right, have then. the video. No, I know. Instead, we'll have $10,000. And a mental We image. have stuff. We get stuff. You get nothing. Yeah. Clever well, man. Next best thing is Bobby Eagleman. If you can get on that. What? <laughs> what? Then I have $10,000 in my pocket and a visual. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't that clever? Thank you, Boyer. Save me 10 grand. I'll show you. You'll get it for free. <laughs> So I had a little poker game last night. One of my friends says, you know what I hate? What bit you do that I hate? Oh, fine. <laughs> That's right. I forgot I've got that job, don't I? Uh-huh. I got that job where my friends mm-hmm. tell me what they hate. They say, I hate that rock and roll threesome. Uh-huh. All right. Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> they hate it because they're no good at it. Uh-huh. That's why they hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that they can't stand the bit. They wish they were better at it. And they, like me, cannot do the bit. I can't do it. I don't know how you and Boyer and Chainsaw and Anna have all done it on the regular. Does Anna want to play? She's welcome to come in and play if she oh, wants. Oh, yeah, let's yeah, get her. She can play. I'm looking for players right now. 888-570-1015. It's a direct connect. And what are we giving away for this? We have tickets to see the Counting Crows, sir. All right, the Counting Crows are going to be on campus. SDSU's Cal Coast Credit Union Open Air Theater. And that is going to be Wednesday, September 8th. Tickets are at LiveNation.com. You can also go to 1015KGB.com for more chances to win. And whose rock and roll birthday are we celebrating today? It is Martin Chamber. Who can tell me who Martin Chambers is? Boy, Chris Boyer. Martin Chambers is in the or was in the Pretenders, and I believe he is what or was the drummer. You got that right. I'm not sure if he's Martin Chambers or Martin Chamber, but you've got that right. Well, he's, absolutely, he's Chambers in a chamber at this point because I believe that he is uh, deceased. Many of the Pretenders have gone on to their great reward, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a great rock and roll band. Love the Pretenders. I hope you guys do too. Because we're going to give you a Pretenders threesome right now. Why? 
because my friends hate this bit. <laughs> Good. It's always fun to have your friends just casually pop off out of nowhere. You know what you do that I hate? No. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh. Brutal honesty. So, uh, Scott is rooting for you, Chris Boyer. Thank you, Scott. Aaron is rooting for you, Emily. All right, Aaron. Gary is rooting for Anna. Hey, Gary. Derek has selected the chainsaw. Derek. And Monica doesn't think any of you are going to get this. Oh. All right. Someone's going to win these tickets today here, right now, for Counting Crows. I've got three songs celebrating the great rock band, The Pretenders. I'm going to play all three at once, and you just got to tell me what three those songs are. That's doable. I think they're going to get this one. What was the one we had last week? Oh, it was uh, Stone Temple Pilots. That was a toughie, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, because every song of theirs is very loud and noisy. That's uh, that's not 100% true, but we chose three the loud and noisy did. ones. Yes, we did. Cookie! Oh. Oh. oh! Bummer! Oh, God! Bummer! Guy with uh, shard all over his face, beat you by one. <laughs> I heard Chris Boyer buzz in. Am I officially recognized? No. Scott, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing great. What's going on in your world today? I'm just having a lot of confidence in Chris today. Well, here you go, buddy. This is it. <laughs> I bet you want to go see Counting Crows, don't you? I sure do. Have you been wife... to a concert since COVID hit? Yes, I have. What'd you see? What'd you see? What'd you, what did you? What happened? I seen. Uh, I saw Hell Omega the other night. It was awesome. Oh, oh, do tell. Was that everything? It's all cracked up to be. It really was. Wow, Petco Park. All three of those guys. Was there a lot of downtime in between the bands? No, no. Surprisingly, no. Man, that's a that might have been the show of the year, right? It was. It was a hot one. There was a lot of people there. That's for sure. Did I give you tickets for that? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Thank you. You're very <laughs> welcome. Let's see if I can give you tickets for this show. Okay. Chris Boyer's buzzed in for you. Do you feel confident in his abilities? Oh, very much so. All right. Let's see if he's got it for you. Chris Boyer. Yes, David. Let's hear it. Hitting the road. Brass. LiveNation.com, okay? <laughs> Scott, <laughs> LiveNation.com. Cookie. What'd you say? Hitting the road? Yes. Okay. I'd... All right. Cookie. Well, he didn't buzz on hitting the road, but he does buzz on brass and pocket. So I'm saying hitting the road, my city. <laughs> hitting the road. Was it a delay? It was bra- hmm. Hitting the road. Was his buzzer for brass and pocket or hitting the road? The sequencing suggested. Hmm. Ladies. I'll be glad to play it again love for you. To hear it again, sure, please. you yeah. got it. I have <laughs> Emily, who is playing for Aaron. I have Anna, who's playing for Gary. Monica, looking a little bit stronger with nobody. <laughs> oh, now you hold your headphones too. Well, they all do it. <laughs> Did it help? Does it do anything? No. <laughs> I think it helps. Boyer holds his headphones. 
just they do it, so I thought. Like, you hold your headphones. I do. And why is it? Uh, to get better conduction of the transducer to my bone. Do it when you're talking. <laughs> you might actually hear what you're saying and change your whole attitude. <laughs> when you conduct your bone head, whatever it was that you just said. No one's buzzing in, huh? What about hitting the road? That great pretender said, hit the road. Hitting the road. Well, when he said that, you didn't buzz him. And then as soon as he said brass, you buzzed him. So I said, hmm, I guess hitting the road. I've never heard of it. That must be good. <laughs> Brass and pockets out. So he suckered you into hitting the, say it, hitting the road? You both kind of did. It was kind of a combo. Yeah, the whole sound sequencing there. You must have had three songs selected. I did. Was hitting the road one of them? No, no. Oh. Shane, what were they? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> I got to tell you, if I got to go down, I'm going to take somebody with me. I am not dying alone on the cross. Okay, that would be another one right there. Wow, it's going to be four analogies today. We weren't talking about you being on a cross like a crucified person. Look at all the money. The money is now spilling out of the top. Oh, my gosh. He needed an analogy to explain him losing the game. Gotcha. I'm a Christ-like person, David. My name is Chris. Of course. Anyone buzzing in? I, one more time, pretty please. One more I don't know time. That it's gonna help, but. Only because you said pretty please. I'm hitting the road. Uh, la 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 la. Hitting the road. <laughs> la 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 la. Well, buzz it next time. I'm hitting the road with brass. La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's been guessed so far here, girls. I'm going to give you five okay. seconds. Emily, buzz I don't oh, know the name of these songs. Emily, I recognize buzzed them, but in. I don't know. Hang on. All right. How you doing, Aaron? I'm doing good. How are you? Doesn't sound like it. Just hang up. Move along. <laughs> Aaron, do you know the three songs? Um. No. All right. You know I was going to, I was going, in it. I was going to allow you to help Emily on your cause, but he doesn't know any of them. So, mm. Emily, let's hear it. Hitting the road. We know that one. So before Boyer said that I wrote road, I feel like they have a song with the word road in the title. But Yeah, it's called Hitting the Road. No, it's not, clearly. Oh. Okay, so Brass in Pocket? Brass in Pocket. Mm -hmm. um, I could hear you're special, so special. So is that called Nobody Like You? I don't know. Nobody then, like you. And then down the road. And down the road. <laughs> oh, dear God. I don't know any of the titles. LiveNation.com, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you. Let's move on down the road. You have no help to Anna. Me. Anna has buzzed in. Brass and pocket. Brass and pocket. Wow. No one like me. No one like me. <laughs> and the road is out in it's front of my house. <laughs> the road. <laughs> Down the road. Down, down the, road. the road. Down the drain. Yeah. Stupid. Okay. I'm special is the name of Brass and Pocket. Right. Oh, that's that song. Brass and okay. Pocket is I'm special. Sounds special. No, special. no, you're not. What's the matter? <laughs> you're not special. What was that? I don't know. I'm just bitter. Are you? Yeah. What are you bitter about? I think I think of the I thought of the road. But then if that's Brass and Pocket, I don't know the third song. 
<laughs> I'm hitting I... the road. No, it's, is it middle <laughs> of the road? Well, here's here's the. Hang on a second. Here is the uh, Brass and Pocket song, just so you know, okay. the I'm Special. And people did call this I'm Special. Got this in pocket. Got you remember this song? I'm gonna use it. You know the song, don't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the one where she goes, I'm special, yeah. so special. She sings that she does. Yeah. <laughs> then there's the Out There on the Road song, which is called Middle of the Road. You thought it was hitting the road? Yeah, I believe it's like the very first line of the song. Middle, Middle of the, the road. road. Middle of the road. There it is. God. The darndest things. Uh. She's standing in the middle of life with her pants behind her. So what's the third song? The only other song I know by them is I'll Stand By You, but I didn't hear I'll that. I'll Stand By You. <laughs> I don't know any other pretenders. There's one more song. Yep. Chris uh. Boyer is going to be very upset with himself. They didn't get this one right. Well, I got it right. I just didn't get there yet. What? Uh, well, I got oh, it. Right. <laughs> I've got it now. Yeah, I've got it now. This is called My City Was Gone. Which means Monica, who was betting on nobody, is going to be a big winner today. Monica, you got it, girl. Thank you so much. Nicely oh done. I love you guys. Oh, congratulations. I'm so happy. It's going to be Yay. the Counting Crows, Cal Coast Credit Union Open Air Theater, coming up on Wednesday, September 8th. All the other suckers got to go to LiveNation.com, but you've got your tickets for free from the KGB, okay? Thank you so much. Love you guys. Uh, we love you, too. All right, Emily. Locked and loaded. Got it. Crackpot News next. Mm -hmm. The KGB. Dear Dave, Martin Chambers, still alive, still in the band. Boyer killed him. (laughs) He's good at that. Boyer and Ruth used to have competitions to see how many people they could kill. Just another guy you've killed. Thank you. Martin having a birthday. I wonder why that didn't occur to us. We're doing a bit celebrating the birthday of a rock star, and Boyer says he's dead. Well, then he wouldn't be having a birthday. I know, I wondered that too. Would he? So, my bad on that one for falling into Boyer's wormhole. Dear Dave, how's it feel to be king? Telling the story of the turd catching dad 
You reached the point where his little girl stopped in her tracks and your production values kicked in and you played the movie line Flood Tube 1, Flood Tube 2. I drove off the road. I was laughing so hard. This is why you are the king. Love your show like Chip loves getting a drink of water when Sarah's mom is in town. Oh, dear God. <laughs> no. Dear Dave. You mentioned several of the feminine touches that I embrace, but I'll share this one with you when you were discussing people who have to give up their man card. I can't parallel park. Hmm. What do you think of that? So many people cannot parallel park. That's why the cars now come with parallel park. It's a challenging task. And for a lot of people, they don't encounter it that often to practice it and perfect it. Yeah, it's a toughie. Mm-hmm. Well, you could practice it anywhere. You don't You just... Out in the street in front of your house. You well, first of all, you need a curb, and you need two. You need a car in front of you and a car behind you. Not hard to find. If you really want to practice, if you, it's a, really I wouldn't find it. I wouldn't find it in my neighborhood. Well, I know you're special, and you live in a beautiful part of the town. That uh, well, you just said you could, and I'm saying no, I can't. Plenty of wet. There are plenty of neighborhoods. All right. So anyway, here we go. Your house. I can't parallel park. I could at one time, but I had an epic fail. And it's been in my head ever since. So, it's always a great moment of shame when getting to a restaurant, I'd get out of the car and my wife would take the wheel and park while I went in to get our table. The rest of the evening, she would be pulling up my chair, ordering for me, lighting my (laughs) cigarette. If she complimented my outfit, then the evening would end well for her. Yavel, Dave, yavel. And that's quiet talking James checking in. How about that? Is this another thing you're just going to critique and tear apart when, in fact, you can't do it either? You do this all the time. Well, of course I can do it. Until <laughs> I see you do it, I don't believe it. <laughs> of course I could cure cancer, David. I do it all the time. You remember he came up with the third song after the bit was over? Yep. Yep. I have it! <laughs> oh, really? It's still not out there in the road, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ah! Dear Dave. Regarding the man card, although I cannot understand it, my 29-year-old son feels the same way. He doesn't like BJ's either. What? Your son. My son doesn't like them either. He says they're like the salad of sex. He says, just let me get to the main course. Maybe at my age, that's why my diet prefers more salads. Love your show and Yavel and that checking into me with the details of their very close life at home with their son. Yeah. Maybe I should have shared that information with my mom. I never talked to my mom about it before. No. <laughs> During all the visits at Joliet State Prison, should I have told her, by the way, mom, here's how I feel about BJ's, just in case you want to know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a closeness with a parent that I'm never going to get. Would you like to change that right now? Thank you for your kind offer, but no. Okay. <laughs> I would just hate to see the moment pass uh-huh. and then, you know, God forbid uh, a loved one slips away like has happened to my sainted mother. Yeah. She's gone on to her great reward and mm-hmm. doesn't know my feeling on these things. Right. I figure my dad knows. <laughs> oh, damn right, son. I'm good. I'm good. Those with conjugal visits with your mother were something else, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Damn it. Caged heat, son. <laughs> All right. Poor mom. My mother? 
She's gone on to her Sweetest, reward. Saintliest woman ever. <laughs> she was. So, well, that's how she ended. Wasn't always that way. Uh, you know that. So says you. Huh? So says you. Lies. So says me. <laughs> Good parole officers can oh, be a valuable tool. Stop. She just did her time and, and the novel was good. Yeah. Hmm? I loved your mom's parenting style and I take pages out of her book. I'm not saying she wasn't, you know, rehabilitated and came out a better woman for it. <laughs> I mean, that's the idea behind a good prison program. That's right. And they had that all going yeah. in Joliet State Prison. But that was a different time. It was a different time. Nowadays, you know, they're just all out in the yard lifting weights, getting tattoos, putting <laughs> tears on their eyes. Fortunately, my mother didn't experience any of that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. So, all right. Hmm? Hmm. She's gone. She's 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 with Jesus. I know. Good. Jesus As forgave. She be. Yes. Yes. All right. You ready to uh, kick off the half-baked crackpot news? Yeah. Let's hear what's your top story today. We're still talking about Afghanistan, Americans in Afghanistan. The U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan was as complete as it was going to get, with over 123,000 Americans and Afghan allies evacuated in an 18-day period. Now, General Kenneth McKenzie says talks are underway to get out those who couldn't make it to the airport before the deadline. Number one. The military phase of this operation has ended. The diplomatic sequel to that will now begin. And I believe our Department of State is going to work very hard to allow any American citizens that are left, and we think the citizens that were not brought out number in the low, very low hundreds. Then they must not matter. What a dick. They really botched this. Reporting live for Spoyer. You know what else got left behind? You know, you've been seeing the clothing, the weapons, the helicopters and everything else. You know what else got left behind that I can see so far? About a dozen service dogs. Oh, dogs got sick. left behind. Yeah. Didn't like that, I did you? I saw that yesterday. It made me sick mm-hmm. when I saw that. Yep. That's all I can see so far on this one picture is about 12 dogs. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Did, did we just like decide, decide that's it? We got to go right now. We can't even put things in our pockets. What happened? Well, they bailed out of Bagram and didn't even tell the Afghanis. Okay, but I'm asking is like, were we not allowed to pack up our stuff and go? Why did we leave so much stuff behind? Because they put people before possessions. I don't know. Well, well why not just why not take our time getting out of there? Because, because they told us get out by August 31st or. Bad things will happen. Because the Biden administration... Has- I, I know. This is going to be a big blame no, no, no. Bl- Blame must be <laughs> Wait. Okay. I'm not interested in Okay. There is plenty of blame. I want an answer. Administrations, okay? I want an answer. I really do. But you know, you tend to come sometimes with just like a lot of blame. Blame-o-rama. And it clouds the. I know the answer's in there somewhere, but it kind of clouds it because the Taliban overran the country in eleven days. Okay, so we just had to pick, leave our crap behind and go. Uh, it was that, or fight it back out again. Right. So we had to leave our crap behind and go. Yeah. Okay. So that's the answer. That was progress right there. That like was, it. I- you did good really there. Proud of both of you. You really did. Good job. Thank you. All right. All right. What else? 
More than 3.7 million Californians have voted so far in California's recall election. 17% of all ballots sent out have now been returned. Uh, 54% from registered Democrats, 24 from Republicans, 22 from independent voters. Voters are deciding whether or not to recall our governor, Gavin Newsom, or keep him in office. If he is voted out, he would be replaced by one of the 46 candidates on the ballot. Your last day to vote is September 14th. One of the 46 candidates on the ballot or one of the 33 million that you can fill in right. uh, from the state of California. Right. On the right end section. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That includes you, Emily. Yeah. I didn't write myself in. Others others will do that for you. <laughs> oh, goody. Emily. I don't want the job. Who wants to be governor? Elder? No. Cox? No. Emily. Nope. 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 Don't write me in. It's not easy to write it that way either. <laughs> no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Convey the proper tone. I still think Cox is winning with his commercials. Right. You like his campaign the best. When you got a bear pounding his big <laughs> paw on the desk of the governor screaming at you, ah, yeah, Joseph. Come on. <laughs> Just for comedy, that wins. <laughs> and it looks like a real bear, not one of those country bear jamboree bears from Disney that played the banjo and drink out of a bottle with X's on it. I mean, it looks good. A reject from uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Suddenly a spring pops and an eye is flying out onto the middle of your pizza. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, what else? The governor of Mississippi says there is a perfectly valid reason his state has surpassed New York in COVID deaths per capita. Valid reason. Uh-huh. Okay. According to him. Okay. Mississippi residents believe in an afterlife. Governor Tate Reeves says residents don't need to bother with such inconveniences as masks and vaccines. He was speaking at a fundraiser over the weekend and said, I am often asked by some of my friends on the other side of the aisle about COVID and why does it seem like folks in Mississippi and maybe in the Mid-South are a little less scared, shall we say? The answer, they believe in eternal life. So he's chalking up the belief in afterlife to not needing master vaccines here, Earthside now. That's a new angle on it. Yeah, one I hadn't heard yet. All right, anything else? Uh, Mississippi has less active physicians and nurses than any other state. It has led to the closure of five rural hospitals in the last 10 years. 30, another 35 are at imminent risk of being shuttered soon. So. Well, when you got no doctors, you got no nurses, you got mo- no hospitals, you might as well go with, well, we're all going to heaven. <laughs> yes. What else you got? Uh, this guy was running from the cops and he poorly, poorly made, made a lot of poor choices in his getaway. And he and a friend robbed a bar and then took off together on a motorcycle. But they had to ditch it when they crashed into a cop car that was chasing them. I'm not really sure how that happened, but it did. One of them got arrested nearby. But this other guy, he took off on foot and then he saw a body of water and said, I can swim to freedom. I got this. So he jumped in the small lake and tried to swim to the other side. But he's not a strong swimmer. Two cops were able to hop into a pedal boat that they found and start chasing him. Another cop found a canoe and a fourth drop, the cop jumped on a paddleboard. <laughs> They took to an aquatic chase. They ran him down with the crummiest boats known to mankind. Uh-huh. By the time we got to him, he was struggling to keep his head up and was close I to the I heard Rose caught up to him on a door. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. Hmm. You can see photos of the water chase on our website, 101kgb.com slash DSC. Also on the website is a video you say we must see. I haven't seen it yet, though. Can we all watch it together right now? Yes. On our please. big screen TV. Uh, yeah, I was breaking down boxes yesterday. Tuesday's garbage day, so Monday night I break down all the boxes and I put them in the big blue garbage can. Mm-hmm. And this dad was struggling a little bit. He had a really sturdy box. I'm not sure exactly what had been shipped to him, but sometimes you just got to jump on the box, try and break it down. Go ahead and fire that bad boy up. 
Watch him trying to break this thing down. Even his son comes out and uh, offers to help. Now, this dad looks to me like he's pushing 200 pounds, and this box is not giving in. Oh, oh. <laughs> Now the golden retriever has come out to help. The little kid is jumping. Now dad's going to oh try again. God. You know what's going to happen, right? Uh, you know what's going to happen. You got to see this. Thank God for doorbell cameras. Yes. I have to tell you, to this dad's great credit, he is laughing through the whole thing, which would not be the case with me. It's hilarious watching this guy. And whoever made that box, God bless you. You guys just won the Congressional Medal of Honor of box making. No kidding. That guy had to be 200 pounds and he couldn't smash that box apart. Uh, uh. Oh, that was great. It's funny when he first lose when he loses his first round of the box. It's funny. Uh. But then when he tries to take it from a different angle, you can see it coming a mile away. Yeah. And you will be rewarded. Uh So go to 101kgb.com. And watch with the sound on, because Dad does laugh through the okay. whole thing. He does. God bless him. He's got such a great attitude. Oh, that's awesome. Anything else? Uh, police in Pennsylvania are trying to figure out why there was a rhino head on the street. A guy that was out walking his dog stumbled upon the head, and it's about 50 years old. So just if you lost your Where's rhino this? head in Pennsylvania. Is, are rhinos native to Pennsylvania? Not that I'm aware of, no. Just California? I know we've got them here. Like in Escondido, there's rhinos. Yeah, we do. (laughs) What's coming up in around two with the Crackpot News? Uh, We could have seen David Lee Roth at our 30th anniversary concert, except he doesn't do that. (laughs) We'll tell you his response to Motley when they asked him. He doesn't do what? Sing? (laughs) Perform? We'll tell you his reason why he would not go out on the road with Motley. Uh. And we'll have a news quiz today for Padres tickets. Oh, cool. Playing the dreaded, cheating, dirty bastard Astros, right? That's them. <laughs> wonder if it's garbage can night at Petco Park. Bring your own garbage can and mix up the Astros with their cheating signals. All right, chance to see the Padres before the season is over. In the news quiz, coming up for you here. Any more uh, half-baked crackpot news for us this morning? See you later, Mike. Who's Mike? Mike Richards has been fired as executive producer oh, of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. You're oh. out, right? What's the matter, Chris Boyer? God. Did you love the way he executively <laughs> produced that show? It's not going to be the same for you anymore? It, it won't, David. I, Tell I, me I, why. I thought he did a good job as the host, the fill-in host. I yeah. thought he was fine. Yeah. I thought he was uh, an ideal person to host it because he knows the rules intimately. And what was it? What was a bigger, what was a bigger foul up? The exit from Afghanistan or trying to find a new host for Jeopardy? God damn, and what is more important to this country right now? For me, Jeopardy. No. Um, I, are we on it? Are we completely unable to do anything right these days? Feels like it. They brought this guy in to host Jeopardy, mm-hmm. and they brought out some of his old podcasts mm-hmm. where he was clowning around with some girl mm-hmm. and if they were dead set on having this guy be host they should have muscled their way through it but they caved in and they gave up to it mm-hmm. partially which just left the door open for another defeat for them they said okay 
He said naughty things about women on his podcast, so he's not good enough to be our host, but he is good enough to be the boss of the show behind the scenes. And we're like, what the hell kind of statement is that? Of course that's not true. Mm-hmm. So then they had to go back and suffer another defeat. What a bunch of idiots are in this world yeah. these days. What has happened? Mm-hmm. You just got to tell people to bite you. I agree. You just got to say, nope, sorry. We're all reprehensible people at some time. Yeah. And you cannot look at us through a magnifying glass. Everybody has a thing. Yeah, I agree. And so just suck it up and tough titties. Oh. I agree. <laughs> I do. No one is no one is without sin. Right. So And the first time you cave. Oh, okay, he won't be able to we we won't have him as the host. Okay, I already said this part. You're just you're just repeat. You're on repeat now. Step out. There you go. You heard me say that, right? Kinda. Oh. Where do you go? I don't know. Pete. Stay here. This is where the job is. There you go. Hold your headphones in close to your bone conducting thing. <laughs> oh, there you much go. Better. Right. I sound brilliant. so. This is just so stupid that they do this stuff. Mm. Couldn't you see this a million miles away? Yeah. I said it right away when they said, oh, he's not going to be host, but he'll be executive producer for it. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. If you're not, if, if you're a criminal and you can't be on the job, you can't be on the job regardless of what your position is. Right. Hardly executive producer. Mm-hmm. So now he's out of that. He's out. What a dope. And Wheel of Fortune. Was he exec producing that show too? Yes, he was. Mm. All right. And I, I still, I have never met a single person in my life who's in favor of this stuff. Never met a single person in my life who's like, yay, I love the woke culture so much. Oh, cancel culture and things like yeah, that. Yeah, cancel mm-hmm. and woke. I love it so much. Just haven't met them. It's very self-serving. You know, you come out and you squeak and squawk a little bit and, oh, well, Coca-Cola wants to say they're on our woke side. So here's a check for $50,000. And it's it's all about the payday. All right. Well, sorry, Mike. I'm so sick of Jeopardy now. I'm sick of it. Mm. They can't even tie their shoes over there. They're just mm-hmm. idiots. Yeah. God. It just it just annoys you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's definitely you know Twitter commentary that they've tainted their reputation as being. Having their crap together. <laughs> they can't stand up and fight off the simplest fight. And it's kind of like Boyer said, tell some people, tough. Invent your own TV show and do your own rules. Whatever you want. We've got Jeopardy. This is how we're going to do it. If you don't like it, you don't got to watch, do you? You don't. And what happens if they have a contestant who somebody does a quick search on? Oh, the new contestant said this naughty thing about a nurse or a bad thing about a school teacher. They did do that. They did that with Ken Jennings, who was the winningest guy in the history yep. of Jeopardy. And they found out bad things about him. And yet they still want him to be their potential host on Jeopardy. So yeah. I can't, they can't even tie their shoes over there. They're such idiots. They're such idiots. It's just like you said, either toughen up and tell everyone to drop dead, don't watch the show, or just close up shop and go home. Yeah. One or the other. But they're so paralyzed right now, they can't get through one day without having to fire people. It's just it's pathetic. God. Ugh. It's sickening, honestly. It really is. What else do we have? Nikki Six says that Motley Crue originally invited David Lee Roth to hit the road with them and Def Leppard on the stadium tour. But Dave said, mm, nope. 
His exact phrasing for turning down the gig was, quote, I don't open for bands that I influenced. I see. So he's got better stuff. He's got better (laughs) gigs cooking right now? Apparently. They pointed out that he did open for Kiss uh, in February and March. Ah, whatever. um, Yeah, but. Whatever. That was good enough, but not. Yeah, well, not Motley. <laughs> well, he, but he said, "I don't open for bands I influenced." Well, clearly, he didn't influence Kiss. They preceded his. Yeah, but uh, Kiss was fame. just bad mouthing him the other day. You just had Gene Simmons the other day saying he's a washed up has been, old and bloated. I, but he opened for them. Forget about influencing him. They flat out insulted the guy. I'm sure he. It sounds like he opened for them before he heard the insult. All right, what else do we have? I love rock stars getting along. Yeah. <laughs> a Tennessee man um, was being pursued by the cops. Uh, and officers initially tried to signal him with their lights. Then they had to chase him. He didn't slow down. He didn't pull over. Somewhere along the police chase, this guy, Tyson Gilbert, cut off his penis and threw it out the window. Emily, that is oh. proper procedure. No, it's not. Why would that be? Why? Where did this happen? Tennessee. Have you been to Tennessee? Yeah. You don't know. Have you? Have you been in a high-speed chase in Tennessee? No. You don't know. That's no. the culture there. Cut off your dick and throw it out the window. When I was driving down the freeway, I did not see any dicks on the side of the road. You got them on a peaceful night. You're lucky. Count your lucky stars. They chased them across two counties. I know that there were no drugs involved in this thing. <laughs> uh, at one point, he turned down a side road, opened his car door, and uh, gave officers a glimpse of his bizarre and frenzied state. And it was his own dick he cut off? Uh, yeah. Hmm. He said he did it because voices coming from the radio told him to. Well, I hope that wasn't our show. He wasn't podcasting us, was he? I don't he? know. They also added he needed to do so in order to save the world. He's well, been, thank you. He's been taken to the hospital. Hmm. Let this voice from the radio guide you today. Don't cut off your dick. There you go. How about great advice? How else can I serve humanity today? Now you're saving the world. Yes. Mm -hmm. About this voice from the radio. Send $100 to Chris Boyer, care of. All right. What else do we have? Uh, Someone wanted to do a study that discovered that online trolls aren't fueled by their anonymity. They are jerks in real life, too. So there you go. If you're a jerk online, you're going to be a jerk in real life. And they did a study for that. On our website, 101kgb.com slash DSC, you can see the criminal that jumped in a lake to try to get away from the cops, the dad that loses the war on a box, plus the school board general uh, chairman that got pranked by reading fake names. And um, on TV news, Dave, did you are you still watching Survivor? How many mm, did you make it? No, my kids love it, but I've, I, I, I'm not gone from it. I'm just not solely dedicated to it but i heard they're shaking things up this year they are so it's their 41st season yeah. which is insane um they have shortened it from 39 days to what they call a much more dangerous 26 day game i like that which in pace increases the pace of its twists and gameplay and then this is what they're saying that jeff probst will break the fourth wall addressing the audience directly throughout the season to let you in on some of the twists well before the players are made aware. Okay. So you're getting behind the scenes kind of scoop. And then there's going to be an interactive element where fans can test their own skills at home by playing the new game within the game where you can find and decode puzzles hidden inside the episodes. 
I still believe it is the best of those reality game shows mm-hmm. on TV, like mm-hmm. Big Brother and all those kind of yeah. things. I, I, I think Survivor still is by far. No one even can touch how good it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's and good stuff. Clearly why it's still popular, right? 41 seasons. It could cut out that 15 minutes where we'll all sit together like a bunch of idiots and just decide whose side they're on each night. That part, I'm just, <laughs> I'll go take a shower while that crap is on. <laughs> well, maybe some of that will be chopped out yeah they changed the chop it play. chip chop chop it anything else uh, no sir just the news quiz okay are you ready for that news quiz i am 888-570-1015 is a direct connect padre tickets okay all right against the dirty cheating bastard astros in fact haven't they changed their name to the bastros <laughs> they should Coming up on September 3rd, America's number one ballpark, Petco Park. Labor Day weekend, Friday night, September 3rd. Come out before the game for the always popular Beer Fest. Do you know what Beer Fest is? Um, Ever been to a Beer Fest? Heck yeah, I have been. Do you like a Beer Fest? Heck yeah. Lots of booze. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. Lots of delicious libations. Saturday night, the fourth features Padres reusable bag giveaway for everyone in attendance. Come out and get a bag. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's bag night, and that'll come in handy in case you oh. make friends with a less than attractive. What? What's the matter? Oh, I was thinking if you had too much booze. <laughs> That's the previous night. Got it. Sorry. And then Sunday, September 5th. Is the return of Kids Fest and Military Appreciation Day. So a pretty big and exciting Labor Day weekend at Petco Park. Get your family and friends and come on out to cheer on the Padres this Labor Day weekend at Petco Park. You can also use the bag on yourself if you think you scored high. You hooked up with someone who's too attractive for you. Wear the bag yourself. Bag works. The bag works on all people. Can you answer the news quiz correctly? Are you going to be the first who does it? Hello, you're on the DSE. Do you want to be on the news quiz? Yes, I do. Here we go. Mike Richards' comments about titties got him canned <laughs> not once, but twice from what show? Uh, that would be Jeopardy. You win! You got it. Nicely done. <laughs> have you been to Petco yet this year? Yes, I have. All right. You get to go again. They love you so much. Excellent. They want you back. Cheering on the Padres and the Astros on Friday, September 3rd. We'll hook you up with the tickets for that, okay? Sounds great. Thank you for paying such close attention to Emily's Half-Baked Crackpot News and knowing the news quiz. We'll try it again tomorrow. Hey, Alexa, play 101.5 KGB from iHeartRadio. The home of DSC Mornings. Is there a movie? Someone said, ooh, I just love that movie. That you would be like, red flag, can't hang with it. Any one particular movie. Dr. Zhivago. All right. How about you? No. I say that now just because I can't think of one as as awful (laughs) as yours. I take that back. There is a movie that if someone said, I love that movie that I would have to say, well, I would say nothing. I would just spin on my heels 180 degrees and I'd walk away. And I'll bet you know what that movie is, don't you? 
The Notebook? No. Worse. The Money Pit. Oh. God, David, I love that movie. Oh. I don't only like it, I love it. Brutal lesson I learned at the hands of Sarah <laughs> last year. We all took turns picking a movie. And Sarah said The Money Pit, and we're all like, I haven't seen it. And there was a good reason we hadn't seen it. Oh, my God. Because no one should see it. No sense of humor. And it killed DSC Night of the Movies. (sighs) Oh, I still enjoy it. You watched that one that night? Were you with us on uh, DSC Night at the Movies when... Sarah presented the money pit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I noticed you basically just kind of like hung out in the ch- chat room and made butt sex jokes with everyone. It depends on the movie. That was so bad I was lulled into uh, narcolepsy by the selection. So it was terrible. It was awful. My God. It's amazing that uh, Tom Hanks' career could have survived it. He was so great in it. What are you talking about? He was so funny. That's my movie. That's my red flag movie. And I thank you for teaching me that lesson. You know what mine is, David? Let's hear it. Don't don't be spidey. Just be the truth. Just tell the truth, okay? I cut gems. Oh. Good God. I, I wrecked you on that one. You did. And tell me why. Oh, it's an anxiety attack the whole time. It's 100%. got a terrible ending. It's a terrible point to them. It's a frustrating movie. It's dark and weird and not good in any way, shape, or form. Except for that last part, she's right. 100%. <laughs> it's anxiety. It's it's upsetting, the whole thing. Yeah. Just talking to my kid about that this weekend. That is such an anxiety trip, that movie. Uncut gems. What did I tell you? I mean, now you didn't go into that thinking that was going to be a funny, funny Adam Sandler movie. No, I knew, knew it was going to be a different role for him. Yeah. I've seen him do another, you know, serious roles once or twice, and I enjoy him. What have you seen him do that was serious? I can't remember. He's done something else. I can't remember right now, but I do. I, I horrible. No, I love Adam Sandler's movies. He's awful. I enjoy them. I love them. Okay, so much. So maybe that's your red flag right there. Anybody who says any oh, Adam Sandler God. movies, that's your red flag. Yeah. Do you think? I. I you say they're all horrible. They're all awful. If it's not red, it's at least magenta or. Just uh, go yeah. red flag. Okay. Yeah. Just why not this? I mean, the longest yard. I didn't see that one. Oh, Billy right, Madison, Happy sample. Gilmore. All the Happy Madison movies are just some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you would like the longest yard. You yeah, would like it. I don't know why that was just not on my radar. Don't yeah, see so. it. Watch the original. You you would you would hate the original. I I bet promise right. you, you would hate the original and you would love the Adam Sandler one. I know that much about you. I oh. bet you you don't know that about her. Come on. <laughs> Try try to see each person as an individual. As not try to see them as them, not you. Look at Sarah as her, not as an extension of you. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> well, if that's what he does. No. Why can't you be like me? <laughs> what one do you think she would like better? Oh, God. What one do you think she would like better is my question to you. I hate to admit it. She's already predisposed towards uh, being an Adam Sandler fan, so probably the dog crap remake. I think you'd love it. <laughs> probably and I think would. you would hate the original. See, and I like Waterboy, which I know a lot of people hate. Can't stand him in that. Yeah. I like it all. 
Yeah. Anyways, I was willing to give him a chance as a serious actor in this. I was totally fine with that. But just the whole darkness of it, it's just weird and twisted. And I just judge everyone who was in it and who liked it. (laughs) (laughs) It is an anxiety trip, that movie. That's for sure. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. What is your red flag movie? Chris Boyer says, any idiot who likes Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> and it's doubly painful. What? Because I like Sarah. And you love me. I, I do. And yet <laughs> I hate for her that she likes the Adam Sandler movies. Oh, it's just the double conflict. But you'd get over it in a split second if you thought she'd sleep with you. So let's, who, who are we kidding? <laughs> Right. Yeah, your red flag suddenly be a green flag. Hey, well, I can get in there for that. I'll go watch it. I'll watch every single Adam Sandler movie he's ever made. You go to the Adam Sandler movie fast if he thought he was getting in on that. With a melon on my lap, you bet. <laughs> he's a man of conviction. Of course. All right, once he's stated his position, it will not change. <laughs> we'll get into that tomorrow. Uh, are we doing more? Of these uh, great prizes today, Counting Crows and Padres? We have all the for tomorrow. Yes, sir. I like that. Okay, good. Very good. I want to say thank you to the San Diego Ford dealers today. That's where your 2021 Ford Ranger is. It's built for your next adventure, so visit your nearest San Diego County Ford dealer and set up a test drive today. Don't you forget to take 101.5 KGB with you into work today. Otherwise, you might miss the next nationwide keyword that's going to get you out to Las Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. You wouldn't want that to happen. Take us in, stream us through the free iHeartRadio app, or listen online at 101kgb.com. Last point of important official business is Chris Boyer will remind us what happens on Fridays. Friday, I'll be on the Daily Double at the Point Loma Sport Fishing Landing, and you should join me for free. I've got four spots. You can sign up for one of those on the Daily Double. Of course, you're always welcome to buy a ticket and join us regardless, but what the heck? Give it a shot. Fish for free on the Daily Double at freefishingfriday.com. All right. Thank you, Chris. That'll be on Friday. As to what happened today, this quick look back over our shoulder at the greatness that we're leaving behind. What what are on the highlight reel for today, Sarah? Well, Dave, you were curious if any of us had ever gone to a city council meeting. And that's when we heard about you and Shane going to one in uh, around 1991 to get a key to the city. So to kill time after every sentence that every speaker made. You gave them an entire round of applause. They got the whole crowd going with you. And we did. No one questioned it. It's true what Chainsaw said. Ron Roberts was like, "Wow, we are just really. We got a great, lively crowd here today." <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea that we were just pimping him. We were sitting all the way in the back, just clapping. We were sitting in the dark. You couldn't see us. We just led every single sentence with an applause. Agreed. And everyone clapped along. And then you asked, what does it take to be the chairman of a school board meeting these days? Not much, as one chairman in Virginia fell for the old Bart Simpson roll call. Looks, uh, turned out that I leaned over, Wanker, and Donkey Dick were all no-shows to that meeting. You can see that. One Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. <laughs> ben Dover. All of them. Don. Kedick? Mm-hmm. Don <laughs> hmm Oh, that's so great. Then we learned how Anna got in trouble with the Man Card Commission yesterday for doing Chafin's puppet voice about gaming and then keeping a watertight seal. She mentioned today. She's chasing him around with a very sharp finger. 
And since Anna and Chafin's relationship is just like the fox and the hound, Boyer threw a dollar into the analogy jar the first one of the day. And then Dave, you shared some other reasons to give up your man card. Yep. Having luscious long hair and not knowing the rules for sports, not drinking beer, and being a vegetarian. That was all one guy. Liking candles. Not liking BJ's. Loving your lemon yellow shower puff. <laughs> shower puff. Pee if you pee sitting down. Yeah. Um, if you don't like driving manual and prefer an automatic. Yeah. If you cry at almost all the movies. If you drive a Fiat 500 with a license plate that says rad. <laughs> Commander Butch has no time for these mansy pansies, sissy lalas. All those man cards can be revoked. At 7.40, Dave, we played Would You Rather with the Good Morning San Diego crew on KUSI to see who is a pessimist and who is an optimist of the group. And uh, even though they all tried to fudge every single question and get away with both answers. Very unusual for them. My God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They came out as pessimists. And I think was the only optimist who took the quiz on the show. She's the only optimist. I know. Yeah, Missy's a good person. (laughs) What? What? Why the dread? Because then. Then. Oh, we hit the worst bit of the week so far. Really? What was it? Listener Jeff saw his toddler who was not fully potty trained and walking around the house naked. About to drop a deuce on the floor, so he jumped out and caught the log with his bare hands. So, He Cut the Log is the name of Dave's new band to go along with his earlier band this year, I Caught the Honk. Right. When your dog honked up. Yep. And then he wanted to know if we would catch a turd in our own hands, and Emily and myself say, absolutely not, no way. Dave, you and Chainsaw said, hell yeah, you want their shining moment for a dive catch. We do. We want to be cool. And then Boyer said, there's no need to catch it. You grab those ass cheeks to supplement the clench. Supplement the clench. Yep. And force it back in. That's right. Uh, he's plugging her like a bowling ball. Oh, he picked her up like a... That was another analogy, and wasn't it? A dollar to go into the jar. So, Daddy Carries Me Like a Bowling Ball is also the name of Dave's new band. A lot of new bands, a lot of analogies today. And then it was a two for one when we had the Pretenders Threesome. That's right. Because we also had a dollar in the jar since Boyer compared himself to Christ on the Cross. Mm-hmm. And nobody wins it today because Boyer got it right but didn't get there yet. <laughs> Chainsaw followed his lead to nowhere, and then Boyer killed Martin Chambers, whose birthday it was, and is alive and well. Boyer, or Chainsaw followed the lead lead to nowhere? (laughs) The lead to hitting the road of something. Hit the road by the Pretenders. That's a great song, isn't it? For a good laugh, you can check out The Dad vs. The Box at Mm 101kgb.com. But finally, David. Tell me. Public service announcement for those living in Tennessee. Make sure to cut off your dick and throw it on the freeway, just like the voices on the radio tell you to do. But not on this show. Keep sharp instruments away from your dick, people. Let's leave you with Hit the Road. (laughs) By the pretenders who are all dead. (laughs) 
other great bits of information that we brought out today. All right, see you tomorrow. Love your show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.